Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. Hi, I'm Tamar. And today we are having a kind of a special edition of our Tea Time as uh, April is Armenian History Month, so we decided that we would have a tea time to talk about uh, some Armenian history, culture, and just a couple of questions, not all of which are from me, but uh, I did have uh, Aaron's input, so just so you know. I like and, that. Yeah, so uh, her question was super specific, like, specific <laughs> about something, so like, we'll get to that one, um, but uh, yeah. So we are going to have a little bit of a, uh, like a culture question session, and uh, uh, hopefully none of them are too out of left field. So, so. It's fine. I like so, the left field questions. I did try to leave the questions like that I came up with kind of open-ended. That way you guys could just kind of talk about them, is, you know, in whichever direction that you wanted. So. Sounds good. Um, but we've got three categories for the day. We have culture, Jesus. history, and current. So I'll probably just pop around, just depending okay. on how the answers are. And in all honesty, some of them are related to each other, so I figure I'll ask one and it'll probably just move into the next one, or you guys will just answer it in the process. So, um, Do you how guys have, an, have any preferences for what category we start with? Random. random? All right, randomize it. <laughs> <laughs> Randomize send us everywhere. <laughs> send you everywhere. Okay. Hotchkot is what? Just they're not headstones. They're just. Um. They're just. They're not headstones. I don't know what type of stones they are. Like. Hotchkot. It's literally translated. It means a cross rock. Like, a cross, rock. Yeah. Because yes. it'll be this giant thing and like it'll have this intricate design of a cross on it. Usually found near churches. Yeah. I think okay. I sent you one of those videos where like if you look really closely you'll see something in front of in the, in the circle. Honestly, you, you send me a lot of really cryptid things where you make me look at it really close and just be like, <laughs> look at this hidden like conspiracy theory thing and it's just, yeah, no, that doesn't narrow it down at all. The history of our friendship, the weird shit you've sent me. And be like, look at this. And sometimes I don't want to look because sometimes you send me like serial killer shit. And I'm just like, mm. like you know, maybe not. Just kind of nod and smile and assume whatever you sent me, you know, was about the latest Scientology documentary that you sent. So, or that you watched. So, yeah, yeah. I've learned things I didn't need to know because of things like that, though, to be uh-huh. fair. Like, just things I wish I didn't know that I'll have to live with for the rest <laughs> of my life. Or that I'm aware at some point you've told me something related to it, or I'm pretty sure I've just blocked that out of my memory. So, you know. Pretty sure there's some Scientology shit you've told me that I just don't remember. I'm, I'm on sure purpose. Said, on and purpose. It's, <laughs> and it's for things I've said, like, probably, most likely, while I'm watching a documentary uh-huh. on this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've and definitely like, gotten play-by-plays. You're <laughs> like, holy shit, did you know that blah, blah, blah? And she's like, the fuck? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I like the when you figured <laughs> out that the second biggest Scientology place in, like, in the world was in Tampa, not that far from me. Yeah, I loved that day. 
That that day yeah. and all in that information water. I got. Mm-hmm, yeah, loved that. That was great. Yeah, Clearwater, Florida is the mecca of Scientology. Mm. It's disgusting. I didn't know that either, and she's telling me that as I live like three hours from it. And I'm just like, great. That's what I wanted to know. Thank you. It does I explain that. I, I didn't want to know that right now, but thank yeah. you for the information. Yeah. You're welcome. I think we were talking about, I think I mentioned that when the, the hurricane was hitting um, Florida. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, because it hit where? And that was a couple of years ago that you told no, me No, the one so. this year. We were not talking year. about that one this for the recent hurricane. We were talking about that one like a couple of years ago, and it wasn't hurricane related the first time you told me about it because oh. it was just out of the fucking blue. And you're like, "Did you know?" And then uh, just a string <laughs> of Scientology facts, and I'm like, "Why? Why?" Yeah, and then when we did... hurricane Ian hit. I'm just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, did Clearwater get hit?" No. Ian. Yeah, you were hoping it was going to get wiped I was off really the map. Hoping Clearwater was going to get hit with the hurricane. It it did not. It did not. So, but uh, much to everyone's disappointment. But uh, yeah, the first time you told me about it was just a random afternoon when my life just took a turn. So, <laughs> well, this Saturday we're gonna be watching uh, the new Woodstock documentary. So you'll probably get messages about that, <sighs> whether you want to or not. Oh yeah. That's how this like goes. A, Whether you want to or not, you're going to get messages about it. That's, that's literally the way it goes every time you watch a documentary. I get messages whether I want it or not. But, like, why Woodstock? Like, why? 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 I stopped asking that question when it comes to Ani. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. That's real valid. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 true. I mean, so. I love her, but, but I just stopped asking why. I just go along with it. There's that's a why. fair. That's fair, yeah, I get that, because definitely I understand that point. I mean, like, a lot of them I understand, because, like, I can, I understand why, like, the true crime, like, the true crime stuff is interesting, maybe, like, the cults are oddly fascinating to her in some ways, but, like, Woodstock is just a bunch of fucking idiots. I know, but I want to see that idiocracy on screen. I, I mean, if, if, you, like, if you'd like okay. to meet somebody who's like that, you know, you could just go meet my father. Like, you could just go meet him. He's closer to you right now than he is to me, geographically speaking. You could just take a little trip up there. You can meet him. He had longer hair than I did at some point. So, you know. See, I think if I ever met your dad, I... He never went to Woodstock, though, but he was from a small town in Oregon, so I'm not even sure he was aware it was happening. It's not like they had the internet back then. There was no Facebook group for Woodstock, so. No, it was just people roaming in their vans going, yo, we want to go to a show? Just picking yeah. up random strangers. Yeah, yeah man, here's some weed. Want to go see a show? Um, sure. And, like, it, it wouldn't, it was, I imagine it wouldn't be easy for the people who were on the West Coast like hear about it let alone go to it or understand how big it was going to be and like make it across the united states by the time they hear about it and it happens so you know like i, I imagine most of the people that went were all from that side of the country so you know but i know we were at the game last night and jack because uh, we're supposed to go to jack and olvard's place on sunday yeah and she just leans over erin and uh, olvard and i mean she's like ma'am woodstock documentary saturday i'm like I'm in. You during said documentary. Game. I'm game. I'm in. But during the game. She... Yeah. During the game. She's like, oh yeah, hey, by the way. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm like, all right. Sure. Sure. Why not? Why? I, I mean, I, I okay. Just found out. Many reasons why not, but like, sure, I guess. <laughs> like, I just found out last night at the game that Jack and Olvard also really enjoy the uh, horrible documentaries and true crime stuff that I like. So. Oh. See, you have somebody to regularly text your horrifying facts. <laughs> yeah, but your horrific you facts. But I think of you first. Uh, I'm not sure whether <laughs> I should be happy with that thought or like I think I like that thought right up until you text me like, "Did you know so and so killed so and so in this extremely detailed and gruesome way?" It's <laughs> just like then I don't appreciate it as much. So I mean, she's not wrong. I'm glad I don't get those texts. I mean, <laughs> on the way to the game last night, Aaron and I were talking about the la- the latest one that I'm watching, and it was about the Girl Scout murders in like Oklahoma. There's a genre and she goes, "Oh yeah, I remember that, that one." <laughs> There's a genre of people for that, and I don't think I'm one of those people. So. <laughs> We had a discussion not that long ago about why we will never be a true crime podcast. Yeah, we can't. No. Why will not be having true crime shit on this podcast? No, thank you. No. That's a hard pass, I think. So that'll be a that'll be a weird special like you and Aaron run by yourselves. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Misty takes the rain and lets go of the rain and goes, have fun for a day. Just like... There you, there you go. Don't, I will not edit that episode. That is on <laughs> y'all. <laughs> You'll have to figure out how to use like the Podcastle stuff and do your own editing because like that's on you. That's a hard pass. Thank you very much. So, oh, but today, luckily, we are here for something far more interesting and definitely less horrifying won't keep anybody up in the middle of the night you know won't make you google anything about scientology um you know none of none of that none of none of that let's start with i'm gonna i'm gonna start with this one just because we discussed we're watching my big fat greek wedding and um it was something we were talking about but uh In terms of dating, do you Mm. think you have any expectations placed on you that people outside of Armenian culture might not experience? And for instance, Ani loves to quote my big fat Greek wedding of the get married and have babies. So, (laughs) all the time. Literally all the time. Do you have any idea how often I hear that? And it wasn't until recently that I realized that's what she was quoting from that movie. Because I've only seen it twice in the last 20 years and apparently heard Aaron watch it like every fucking weekend. Basically, yeah, we watch it all the time. Come on, dear. It's a great movie. We just recorded it. They were. I was. I was editing it. It's almost the whole movie is word for word by Aaron and Audie just over and over. The the episode is almost the exact length of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And we even warned everyone. We warned Misty weeks in advance. We warned the audience, going, "You're gonna hear just me and Aaron." Recite the whole thing. And that's what we did. And that's what you get. <laughs> so we did. But uh, back to the question of, do you think in terms of dating, you have different expectations placed on you than people outside of Armenian culture would? Yes. Yes. Definitely. We'll start with the married one. 
<laughs> well, if you're not married, at every event they ask you, do you have a boyfriend? If you say no, <laughs> they introduce you to people <laughs> who are single. They don't even bother to ask, do you have a girlfriend? No. Because, you know, homosexuality is not really a, a go-go. Yeah. For the culture. So it's just boyfriend, yeah. you're straight, right? Nothing else. Mm. Yeah, we, even... you did mention that when we were talking about, like, your fake engagement and honeymoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Aaron, engagement. When, uh, so when we were going to go to Florida, our our first time going to Walt Disney World, me and Aaron, yeah. I kept calling it our honeymoon. And I said that as joking to, to Amani. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go on our honeymoon. And she looked at me like, you're engaged? She looked at my mom like, she's engaged? Since when? Why did you tell me? To a girl? What? You're a lesbian? I am just on the floor. I'm like, no, it's a joke. It took me a good 20 minutes to convince her that this is not real. You completely threw her off. <laughs> it was in this same vein that Aaron had to evacuate the house slightly early at, while we were recording at the end of My Big Fat Creek Wedding because Ani was going to go tell her mom a bunch of stuff that they were, like, engaged. And then we're going to go get married and take wedding photos. That, like, Yeah. Uh-huh. Aaron evacuated. She's like, nope. <laughs> Bye. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, actually, um, you know what else is funny and weird? Uh, even when um, I was dating my now husband, uh, before he we were engaged, everyone would um, ask my mom, hey, there's a guy, you know, for your daughter. Do you want me to set them up? Mom goes, what are you talking about? My daughter already has a boyfriend of like two years. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going in the direction of marriage. They're yeah. Like, yeah, but this guy is very nice. He has a well, he has a good job, well mannered, comes from a good family. Mom's like, yes, but she has a boyfriend. They're like, yeah, but she can marry this guy. <laughs> it's like the dating doesn't matter. It's just marry this person you don't know right now, uh -huh. right? It's like marriage is the, is the goal. Doesn't matter. You're dating someone. It's okay. There's a better person here. <laughs> they're just dating. No, no, this one here, they're gonna get married. It's like <laughs> this one yeah. skipping the dating, going straight to the engagement. <laughs> like, let's right. go. So, yeah, so that happens, which okay. I don't understand why. Okay, I disagree with it. So it's a good thing mom was on my side. Oh god, <laughs> no kidding. She turned everyone down. <laughs> Your mom, her mom. Okay, if you think my mom is scary, and she is. Fair. If we put my mom, her mom, and your mom in charge of whatever, like if we ha if we want to rule the, the the country, put them in charge. Oh, we would rule in like two days tops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Might have to do that. My mom would be the one wielding the swords. My mom would be the one holding the poison. Your mom would be the one with her words. Yep. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We could do that. I mean, what are we going to do? Make this place worse? Like, really? Exactly. Make it better. <laughs> it can't get much worse, so might as well. As far as, like, the expectations, they also get... So, like, if you're... Like, everyone will always ask, like, are you... Like, do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Mm -hmm. No. Well, why not? Yeah. It's usually the answer to the question we get. Why not? Oh, gee, I don't know. Not for lack of trying. Why not? I... And then if you decide to even tell them, I don't want one. If you if you tell them, like, no, I'm fine with that one. They'll be like, but no, you need to have one. Don't you want kids? Yep. And they look completely shocked when you say no. 
Do but, you f- find like that it got more persistent the older you got? Um. Yes. Yes and no. To a point. To a yeah. point. Like when you're younger, everyone's kind of like asking, "Do you have a boyfriend?" Because it's like, oh, you know, it's it's time to date. You know. Yeah. Um. But also because everyone's nosy, it's like, ooh, what's the hot gossip? Fair. Um. On the flip side of that is when, you know, when you are, when when they ask you, do you have a boyfriend? You say, yes. Oh, when's the engagement? Yeah. Immediately. Not how's it going? How'd you meet him? Oh, that's nice. When's the engagement? It's like, (laughs) I don't have one. (laughs) Like you have it planned out. It's like, well, we have it bookmarked for uh, about a year and three months from now on the 14th (laughs) at about 4 p.m. Thank you. And then when you get engaged, when's the wedding? As soon as you have the wedding, when are you going to have kids? That's fine. As soon. At the wedding, they'll be asking you, when are you going to have kids? What happens when you have the kids? What's the next question? You're going to have the next one. Oh, God. Uh Wow. You have two. uh, When are you going to have the third one? Ooh. Yeah. There should be a limit. Yeah, and people who have three kids, and it's like three boys. They mm-hmm. say, oh, when are you going to have the fourth one? It could be a girl. And she's like, are you going to raise the fourth child after three boys? <laughs> do you see why I quote that line all the time? Get married, I do. make babies? Uh-huh, I do. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. But you know what's really funny? Uh, before my my husband proposed, um, this was around June. So he proposed December of 2000. 17 in june um of 2017 we were on a family vacation my cousin got married and my uncle grabbed my husband's hand my boyfriend at the time uh, Mm -hmm. grabbed his hand went down on one knee and said uh, like in front of like 35 family members and said please take her marry her and I'm looking at him like, why are you doing this to me in front of everyone? And it was right before we, left, we were going to leave for the airport. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I literally, I, I, I ran out of the room. I did. I ran out of the room. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this because I knew we were going to get married. But like the fact that he did that, I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I didn't the do that. horror of that. Oh yeah. my god. I mean, it's kind of funny now if I think about it, but like still, like at that moment, I was like, no. Like, why are you doing this? Honestly, <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> but at that point, everyone knew we were going to get married. And okay, yeah, he had had a few drinks, so like, he, you know. Yeah. Still. But still. Still. So. The mortification would be real. <laughs> Yes. Well, my husband goes, I can't believe he did that. And he, he goes, your family is crazy. I'm like, oh, that's just the, you know. Just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's more to see. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> that, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure if I would just immediately murder someone or if I'd just black out. <laughs> just, just no hard pass. <laughs> Just hard pass it so much that I just black out and just 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 leave me there to die. 
Oh my! Well, it's a good thing that he like he took it with good humor. Like your you know your husband took it with a good sense of humor and not like oh my god I have to get out of here. <laughs> These people are crazy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But he had already um like started making the ring, so ah, uh. <laughs> he already he was he was like okay I'm in the process. Like if it, if he wasn't like if he wasn't gonna marry me, I feel like it would have been. So we're running. Run for the hills. Yeah, it would have been a test, a real <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. You, you, here's a way that I've realized to describe him. He is the male version of me, with a dirty Armenian sense of humor, and I mean mostly fart jokes. Type. <laughs> is that accurate? For the most part, yes. I feel like eighty <laughs> percent accurate. <laughs> Well, that paints an interesting picture, I will tell you that, so... Because, like, he, he ribs her the same way I do. He cracks the same kind of stupid jokes that I do, and I'm, like, we both gang up on her, going, like, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? And then... <laughs> you know what, honey? <laughs> <laughs> <See? laughs> oh, wow. All right, well, I mean, it, at least uh, you're never bored <laughs> by the sounds of it, no. so... No. Never, never for a lack of entertainment. There, at least there's that. <laughs> Maybe double the suffering in some ways. But like, there's never a lack of when entertainment. We're, when, we're, when we're together, yes. Fair. Like, when it's just me and her, it's... Alone, it's, not so much. You no, know, alone is just our typical what we can handle for our yeah. whole lives, yeah. And then when he comes home, it's like, oh, well. Double trouble. Yeah, I should run. <laughs> 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 oh i love it though that's funny i'm still trying to get work past the idea of like a male version of ani and it just like my brain is not com- like computing that idea at all and it's just like okay <laughs> i mean if, if i show you a picture later i think it'll ease your mind okay Here, let me see i'll send you a picture of just like my brain has not moved past that moment i'm just it's still like there's my little hamster on the wheel is still running at full speed trying to load that thought like huh i don't i don't get it that's fair for our next question what are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed between the armenian culture you experience here in the united states versus the armenian culture that you experience in armenia when you actually go there well we've only been there once there is a difference. There is a difference because it's very Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to remember what I remember. You probably know more, but from what I remember when we went to Armenia was we would get some of the dirtiest looks walking down the street, not just because we look like blatant tourists, but we're walking around with backpacks. We're walking around in sneakers and whatever because, you know, stuff like that. And well, every- yeah. like, everyone there will like go to the grocery store and like full face makeup, like... Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, like a. Uh, with heels. Yeah, heels, like a skirt suit, stuff like that. It's like, why? It's like, dress okay. to impress. Okay, I get that, but you're going to the grocery store for a banana. Like, <laughs> you don't got to impress anybody over what fruits you're buying. Yeah, That's fair. Like, I've. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of a lot of different cultures that do that. Like, um,. Uh, South Korea is one of the ones that does that too. Like, if you're not going out dressed to the nines, then why are you going outside at all? It doesn't matter whether or not you're just going to go get gas in your car, but 
You know, there's a I, I've heard of a lot of different uh, cultures that do that, so it's interesting. I didn't know that uh, Armenia was one of them. I don't know how it is now because this was back in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. we went, so I don't know if it kind of mellowed out. It Who knows? Probably changed, but we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you anything now, but like, if you ask us about going to Turkey and Lebanon, we can tell you that. Yeah. Were there uh, a lot of, was it a lot different than you expected? For me, going to Turkey, like going to Istanbul was not much of a culture shock, I want to say. Just because like, when I got there, mm-hmm. it literally felt like I was surrounded by like just aunties and uncles everywhere. Because like, it's the language that I understand at home. Yeah. And just like everyone has the same inflections and this and that. So I'm just like, hey, I'm home. Like nothing's really changed. It's like. Going from, yeah. like, having my entire family in one house to walking in, like, a whole ass city and it's my house. Yeah. I okay. understand that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> from Lebanon. That's really cool, though. Like, if they spoke Western Armenian in Armenia, uh-huh. I think we would feel that way there. Yeah. Yeah. If they spoke like us in Hayasan, we'd probably feel more at home because then we would be able to understand it versus like, cause everyone's in Eastern. We're going, I can pick up on half of that. Yeah. There's <laughs> a little bit of a, a language barrier because they use uh, Russian words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we use Turkish and Arabic words and yeah. French words. Lots of French. Well, yeah. I didn't know about the French. I knew yeah. about the other ones. But I didn't know about the French. Yeah. yeah. Which is why when I told you when I took French class in uh, college, I'm just like, this is so easy for me because I already know half the word. Yeah, like, I remember you telling me that. And I remember thinking to myself, when did she ever study French before then? (laughs) Like, she's never mentioned that to me. That makes more sense now. Because I remember thinking that. I'm like, French? When did you learn to speak French? (laughs) Um, Do you notice, like, when you go over there, is there, like, a significant difference between, like, the Western and uh, Eastern Armenian cultures in Armenia? Like, can you, do you notice it when you're there? I want to say there's a difference, like, in the food. Like food, the for sure, yes. Yeah, because a lot of Armenians from uh, Syria and Lebanon went to Armenia, opened up restaurants, opened up businesses. Like, mm-hmm. um, And you see, it's interesting, you see more, like, the foods that, like, me and Ani know. Uh-huh. And then uh, there's another section where you see foods that are, like, more... Um, I don't know. Traditional Armenian? Like, traditional Armenian foods. So you'll have like... So you'll see like Fatush and Tabula on one like... Uh, side of the plaza side, and the other and side of the plaza see, you'll yeah. have like Ghafama which is like a... Is that a Christmas dish? Ghafama? Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving dish. Armenians don't have Thanksgiving. Okay, Christmas dish. Alright. <laughs> we'll say it's a Christmas dish. I'll look it up later. Holiday dish. Okay, it's a holiday dish. <laughs> it's a holiday dish. That's but, so you get a pumpkin, you carve out the inside. Okay. Um, and you fill it with rice, cinnamon, raisins, nuts pine nuts. Yeah. And I want to say there's something else, but I can't remember. And you put it in the oven. I think parts of the pumpkin, too, like the inside, like the, what's it called? What the the mechug like, the... huh? But like you're not carving it out. You just yeah, I know. Like when you carve it out completely, you um and you put like all that rice and stuff uh-huh. in back into the pumpkin, 
you also put there's pieces of like the pumpkin that you mix into the food. Oh yeah, yeah. The pumpkin goes back into. Yeah. I don't know how it would taste, but I think it sounds like it smells amazing. It does, and it, it doesn't, and it tastes good. pretty good too. Yeah. I made it once. I made it one year, and really, yeah, I made it like a couple of years ago, and I'm like, okay, this is not something I would eat all the time, but yeah. I definitely like it. I just imagine it makes your house smell great. Oh, it smells so festive. It's That's amazing. really cool. Though. That's really a picture cool. for you. Can't be that far away. Anyways. Are there any particular points of Armenian culture that you've found that are difficult to mesh with the American culture? Or vice versa? Independence is one of them. Okay. Uh, so, In what ways? So being a first generation to be born here, raised here, you know. Uh-huh. We had... it was. I probably had it the hardest out of out of all of us with the culture shock because like I really tried to be more American than Armenian at some point. Like I really wanted to do like what all the kids you know I see on TV are doing, what all the kids you know at the public schools are doing, and I can't do any of those things. I remember that phase. And she's like, ah, I don't care. She's immersed in her like total armo world that like you know I'm not a part of because I was just like fuck that. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to do the American stuff. If you ever find somebody who's experienced the American, like, like, like high school experience the way it is on TV, you let me know. Because I've never met anybody who had, like, the Lizzie McGuire experience. Because I'd yeah, like to know. know where they did that. Yep. <laughs> I agree. But I, I always wanted, like, a American high school experience. Because ours was really different. Yeah. So that's very I true. Had a, I had a culture shock when I went to college. Like, I was, okay, I I was actually that. scared I don't know why. Really? Just a little. Like, I was like... But you went to Pierce. I know, but there's, like, all different types of people at Pierce. And plus, true. You know what's you know what weird, too? Like, I had, like, 60-year-olds in my class or 50-year-olds, and I was just weirded out. And I asked my mom... Yeah, that part weirded me out sometimes. Yeah. Just, even though I knew it was a thing. But, like, being in too. class, and I'm, like, 20 years old, and there's, like, some 60-year-old, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing here, bro? Yeah, yeah like... It, it threw me off, even though I knew, like you said, I knew that, you know, it was normal, but yeah. it just, it threw me completely off. And I would call my, I called my mom the first like couple of days and I was like, I was like, mom, there's like people, you know, of like different cultures and different things. Cause like, it was the first time I saw people wearing the, um, what's it called? Hijab. Hijab. And, uh, I was so confused. Like I had obviously heard about it. But I had never seen anyone. You didn't see anybody in Lebanon it. wearing a hijab? I, I I didn't go. I went when I was three. I don't remember. Oh, and you went out. Okay. Yeah. See, that and wasn't then... a shock for me because I saw all that in Istanbul. Because I yeah, went in 04 see, and 05. I, I didn't. I forgot you didn't go. And th- there was none in Armenia. So yeah, there's none in Armenia. Was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Try finding them in Armenia. It was strange for me. But then, like, after, like, my first semester, I was totally used to it. Yeah. But that initial, like, experience with it would be very shocking. Like, the initial experience going from high school to college is a lot anyway. But to add all of that on top of it would make it a pretty big experience to go through. For me, it wasn't that bad just because I, for me at least, I had had Tawny when I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. She was, I always, I would like to say, she was my first white friend. (laughs) Which is true. She's my first white friend. Because, like, I experienced, like, 
all that stuff because of her. Yeah. Like, all the, like, the, the different side of the world, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm just like, you do that? Like, that's okay? Where are the rules? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know what else happened to me? So I started working when I was 18. and At um, the county. Yeah. Yeah, the state. State, sorry. <laughs> She's been working at the state office since 18. Yeah, so I started, um, the year I graduated high school, I started that December. And, uh, like, it's respectful to call your elders, like, by, let's say, like, Mr. or Mrs. And then with the um, last with their name. name or last name instead of saying, like, just their name, you know? Yeah. Like, especially for, for like, Armenians, like, you say... Auntie. Um, auntie or uncle. Yeah. yeah. To be respectful. If you call them by their name, it's very disrespectful. Yeah. So, when I started working, like, um... Some people, like, I would, I kind of did that. I said, like, you know, Mr. and Mrs., like, I didn't know what to say. And there were a few Armenians who would work with, um, who worked with uh-huh. us. And a couple times I said, auntie, one of them looked at me and said, well, you know, we're, like, we're equals. Like, we work, you know, we're both adults. We work together. Just call me by my first name. And I was shocked. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean? And, like, even, like, you know, other um, people from other cultures and, uh, like, I, you know, I had to yeah. call them by their first name, and I was like, this is not normal. Like, yeah. from what I grew up with, and I asked my mom, like, mom, is it, like, okay? And she's like, yeah, because now you're all working together. I'm like, yeah, but people are, like, 60 years old, like, 40 years old, like, I'm 18. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's fine, because it's normal in the workplace to call everyone by their first name. That was, like, a, that was a shock for me, too, because I'm yeah. like, what? do i call you i was like i'm not gonna call you auntie and uncle because that's it doesn't translate well like so like uh how do i address you when i have a simple question i get that yeah and especially at such a young age too because a lot of the times like when you're in school and everything too because you address your teachers by your last names too and like Uh when you would go to work it would just seem natural to continue that process of however you address the last authority figures, you would address these. So, like, I can see why that would make yeah. the most sense, too. Because it would be it would be odd, especially in your first work experience, to be like, hey, you. It's <laughs> 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 like, okay. Like, and I, I think especially when you're in those situations and it, with it's people that are higher up than you and they're like, oh, just call me Dave. And I'm like, I don't want to, though. That's weird. <laughs> like, yeah, but also, I don't weird. want you to just address me by my first name. Like, that's kind of weird, too. So, like, no. So I get that. So and there's it, like, I think the American culture and a lot of like the English like speaking cultures are of that way of like the first name basis, too. But there's well, lot of cultures out there that aren't that way and like that is an absolute like no don't don't address people by their first name like uh i think the one of the more extreme ones that i've experienced is like uh yeah is japan and like because you, you, that is a privilege you have to ask for you know like you have to ask somebody to get permission you have to be a certain level of closeness before you get the right to tell call somebody by their first name and they have oh yeah yeah honorifics at the end of the last name that like denote like exactly how close to somebody you are and you have to uh-huh. go through all of those stages before you get to the you know ability first name, first oh, name. Wow. so you know, oh, yeah like, yeah so you have to go through like oh, there's a it's a whole process so like I, I can definitely see like especially like if you haven't experienced it before and like 
like we were just talking about, like in school, it's not you're not gonna address your teachers or like the principals or anything like that by their first names. Like that's weird. So why wouldn't it just make sense to continue that? I don't even know half the first names of all the authority figures at our school. Yeah, yeah and like it would be, it would be weird. Yeah, yeah, and like this, the same. Like you go to you go to school, and I'm just like I could not tell you the, a single first name of any of the teachers that I had because it would be weird to address them that way. Yeah, and so I think it would make sense. You go to work and you assume that's just a pattern that would continue because it's kind of weird that it doesn't in all honesty so you know yeah well there's There's also another thing of respect oh sorry no go Um, for it there's there's another um like uh moniker huh another what like another um let's say for example uh like you're talking to an older person right like for armenians (laughs) Um, you have to, instead of saying, like, how are you, like, it has to be, you have to ask them the plural of it. The, the, the formal versus the, the informal. Formal, yeah. yeah. You have that. Japan the, has that too. You have yeah. that. When addressing okay. the, like, the even older than you, because they have, they are more respect, you know, they must be yeah. respected more. Yeah. The okay. formal way, though, it's like, if you translate it, it sounds plural. Okay. Like, when you're asking, how are you, you're not asking the singular you, you're asking the plural. How The plural, yeah. How, how, how are, are you guys? Yeah. 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 Like okay. <laughs> so, like for example, if, if you want to hear it Armenian, it's if you were to ask them, "How are you?" Singular is inch best s singular mm-hmm. what. But if you're gonna, res- you know, but you're uh, towards like the like your like grandpa, older, let's say, yeah. inch best ek, all of you. Okay. Yeah. Formal. Okay. Like why? Yeah, but some there are some people who are like, um, you know, who are older who like if you don't and ask them in that way, they'll be offended. They'll yeah. It would it imply too much familiarity for them? Is that what is that what it would be? Um, um I think it's more of a uh, you don't know your place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like respect your elders. Yeah. It's like yeah. Okay. I don't um, oh, have I a lot of that, so like I don't really have to worry about that. So I was gonna say something else about that. And I totally forgot. Like it just it came and went. Damn it! I lost it. Okay, you'll remember soon. And in the middle of one of the other questions, you'll go, oh! And Probably. <laughs> just that's that's what's going to happen. Are there any other particular, like, uh, cultural differences that you found have been hard to mesh between the two? Like um, dating, for example. Do you, like, uh, Ani, you've dated outside of the Armenian culture. Is you find that shocking, like, the first time you went down that route, or? Yes. Yeah. Only because... I mean, I should say only. I mean, I've witnessed a whole bunch of shocking things over the years. But the first one especially because they were from Hickville, nowhere. That's, yeah. And I'm going... That'll do it. What? To be fair, Americans have that look when it comes to people from Hickville, nowhere. It's fair. Like, I was telling her the other day about, like, when I went to a wedding in Hickville, nowhere. The wedding... (sighs) Very different from an Armenian wedding. I, I, I felt underdressed before I got there because I'm like, I have nothing that is wedding attire for the summer. Uh-huh. Like, I have a summer dress, but it's not a wedding dress. It's just a summer dress. So okay. I have my hair down. It's like, it's long. I have, it's a tube top, like uh-huh. nylon material, red floral, golden belt, and it's a high low. So it's like, it's come to my knees in the front, down to my ankles in the back, and I'm wearing five inch stilettos. Okay. I'm like, this is not a wedding dress, but okay. I have I, I have nothing else. Fine. 
the ceremony. Is that the church? A church. All right, okay. fine. People okay. started showing up, and I'm like, oh, I am way overdressed. <laughs> yeah. I men... was wondering if that's where this was going, and I'm like, my Hickville yeah. nowhere wedding. The men started the showing correctly. up in khaki pants and Hawaiian shirts three sizes too big. Oh, that's better dressed than I was expecting. Really? <laughs> I was expecting you to tell me there were jeans with holes in them and, and permanent I dirt. I didn't see holes, but I saw jeans. Oh, yeah. Um, the bridal party, including the bride herself, A, all had, like, knee-length dresses. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah, by the way, the uh, the entire bridal party was wearing white as well. Which is a, a European tradition, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, for example, in the, in the UK, the uh, maid of honor wears white as well. Huh. They're both supposed to wear white. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... They were also all wearing flip-flops. I'm sure that's not a tradition anywhere. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's a Florida thing. Uh, it's, like, it's a Florida thing. Missy, it, yeah. I kid you not when I when I tell you that I was sitting there in the church going. Yeah, in the church draw with on the, the floor going is. It's it's not. It wasn't a. It wasn't a classy wedding by American standards, for sure. Uh, not, I'm not, the Hawaiian shirts with the khakis doesn't surprise me. Like, that's just, you know, wherever. Uh, I'm literally just, my my neck got a workout that day. Because I'm just sitting there going, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And then, fair. The, the, the reception, the reception, all right, is at the fire hall. The fire, like, the fire station? Yes. At the fire station, they have a hall. So there was at the fire hall. Guess what the food was. Yeah, hang on. All the tables were, like, those long cafeteria tables with those nylon plastic uh, table coverings. Paper plates, and it was a buffet. Very elegant for a wedding. It was, like, pulled pork. And beans and what I don't state know what was else. this in? I have to know. This sounds like Texas. What state was this? New York. That is not a New York style wedding. Were these people from the South? That is a Southern wedding. No, they're from. Um, no, no, everyone's from fucking New York. That is, that is a Southern wedding now. Because like, now the flip flops are very much like an outdoor wedding thing in the South. Like I've definitely have seen that. Uh, the Hawaiian shirt with the khakis also, like, that is your, that is everybody's uncle in some American wedding. They are wearing (laughs) the oversized Hawaiian shirt and the khakis. Sometimes you get lucky and they have closed-toed shoes. A lot of times you don't, and they're, like, just sandals. But, like, those are usually reserved for, like, afternoon or outdoor weddings. Like, you know, like, usually, like, that's about the base you could get away with. You know, and it's just the the firehouse nylon table things is uh oh yeah yeah no that's just sad no matter what how you look at it so the buffet it's not great doesn't technically surprise me because that is also like a big like southern thing because if southern people like anything it's they love barbecue and they like if you you told me that there was a barbecue at a southern wedding I would have been like obviously there was there was pulled pork so yes yeah so like. It, that that doesn't surprise me, but that is, it screams very much like Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Mississippi kind of stuff. Like that's that 
Scream's a very specific part of the United States for me. So um, this was the only, wouldn't scream class, only, but you know, this was the only red county in the entire state. Yeah, and then that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was your first experience with like an American culture wedding. <laughs> <laughs> have you like, been to I other ones things, since then? Like I, I saw, it, saw things before that, but I'm just yeah. like, oh, just this is just how the Americans do it. All right, fine, it's kind of weird, but whatever. And then I'm just like, because at this point I'm probably engaged, and I'm going, I'm gonna marry into this. Oh hell no! <laughs> like this is not gonna fly. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's a pretty big red flag. And honest, like that yeah, was a, yeah. that would be a red flag for me. <laughs> you know, I just be like, mm. well, that's a little yeah. bit too much of that good old southern boy attitude that nobody wants to marry into that another like, culture just... shock for me was uh how do i put this without hurting anyone's feelings okay. i'm so curious <laughs> i'm so curious there's a lot of as my dad likes to call it quote-unquote rich people out there that i have dated rich as in they have multiple sets of grandparents and parents what they're adopted, they're divorced, they're remarried, they're I don't know what, they're just, oh yeah, I have my mom and my stepdad and my my, my dad and my stepmom, and then my dad got remarried after my stepmom. It's like, how many mothers and fathers and grandparents do you have? So like, dysfunctional is the word you're looking for? <laughs> we ourselves are dysfunctional. We have our own, oh. like, weird-ass, back-ass, back-ass-ackwards, you know, traditions that people are just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this makes no sense. Yeah, besides traditions, there's a lot of, like, um infighting yeah like <laughs> siblings not talking because of the parents and uh, oh yeah therefore uh, they're like the grandchildren not talking and it's yeah it's a big old yeah. mess but we don't have a lot of uh well we don't really have any of like divorcing and we, we um, okay well, it's becoming slightly more um not accepted but like kind of accepted like more and yeah. more people like growing up I remember hearing about like we're getting divorced and everything because it's it still is a pretty big taboo because like with us yeah. it's if you get married you know you're married for life that's one, it one person yeah like you're not supposed to have a second shot like you're supposed to yeah you made the choice this is it yeah I but I will say though that if someone if we hear about someone that gets divorced the first question that I usually hear is were there kids yeah well, and that, if there know, weren't kids, if there are no kids, I'll be like, all right, it sucks, but yeah, at least there were no kids to traumatize. If, Fair. Like, I have... I think the same way, actually. I do, too. Because um, I don't believe at, like, a core level that if you get divorced, then the kids are going to be okay. <laughs> like, they're not. They can they can learn to, like, I'm, I'm sure that, like, people will learn to cope with it and, like, find ways to get over it or whatever. But, like, deep down, you're never going to be okay with it. It tears them apart. I've seen uh, it. From a uh, from a different perspective of that, it's not great if your parents hate each other and they stay together because that's in a lot of ways worse. Because growing up listening to people scream and yell at each other constantly isn't great. I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that because like I have like growing up, I also heard a lot of not a lot, but like as I got older, I heard, you know I when divorcing and stuff was getting more okay. Yeah. I heard stories of certain people who are just like, they have kids, they've been together for like 15 plus years, and now they're thinking of a divorce, and I'm just like, is it fixable? Like, yeah, 
if they're miserable and like it's obvious that the kids are miserable, then fucking get a divorce and move on with it. Like, yeah, healthier all around. But if it's just like petty shit, like, no, don't pull a family apart. Go of to that. fucking couples therapy. Like, yeah, come on, like yeah, work your stuff out. Fix it. Yeah. yeah, that's some people just want to be unhappy. Like, there's a there's a line between like, you know. Whether or not you just you just like to argue and bicker with each other and like you're just unhappy because you just want to be unhappy and you don't want to change yeah. it, you know. Then there's like that you just need some therapy and like to talk stuff out because you can't manage to sit down and have a conversation. And then there's a oh my god, for the sake of literally everyone involved, please get these two people away from each other. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there's you know like definitely have seen all of the stages in person. <laughs> and it's just like. Let's, let's, for everyone's sake, this needs, there's needs to be distance. And sometimes, you know, separation is the only thing that's going to help that. And yeah. Because sometimes just the staying is, is worse for everybody. So, you know, it's not great. So. Oh, another but culture it's... shock that I could think of. Yeah. The, um, approach to mental health. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We don't have one. Nope. There is okay. no, why are you sad? Oh, I think I'm depressed. Oh, you think you're depressed? Get up and do something. Clean the house. And there's a saying, like, when you grow up, you'll forget it. Ah! Yeah. Mez nas nega mornas. And you know what we like to say, like, as the counter thing to that? It's been five minutes. I'm older. I still haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that one. I, I think that one, too. Like, that one, the approach to mental health in general, I think, is a very recent generational thing as a whole. So, like, it doesn't really surprise me that, like, there are, uh, you know, like, some people just don't understand. Like, my mom doesn't really understand it. Like, she do it doesn't make much sense to her because she doesn't really get it because, like, they didn't talk about it for her generation. They didn't really talk about it in the generation that came after her either. Like, it's, it's something that's hard for the older generations to, like, wrap their head around. And I think our generation and the ones after us are the first ones who've really made a point to talk about it. So, like... Fair. That doesn't really surprise me, too, because I think that's just, that. that's also just something that all, like, gen like the older generations are trying to figure out, and some might be more stubborn about it than others. And, like, because there was, that wasn't even a concept when my mom was, like, our age. Like, that was not something people, like, did or anything like that. Like, yeah. the concept of going to therapy would just be bizarre, and you'd immediately assume, well, there's something seriously wrong with that person, so. Right. It's like, oh, you mean, you mean therapy? You mean you want to go to the psych ward? Yeah, you know, and it's just, no. like, it, I think it's, it's, I can see why, like, it might be, there might be more pushback for, in certain areas than there, there are others, and I, I think there's just across the board, there's a whole bunch of pushback. But I can, I can see that. Like, I think it, it's, it's interesting to see how other, like, cultures take it though like yeah. how like some of them approach the idea of it some of it might be more adaptable than some of them might like, not one of the things that really like blew my mind yeah was when i first met geneva yeah we were 19 and she had been on birth control since what she was 16 17 probably 17 yeah say. now i wanted to be on birth control when i was in high school because i had irregular periods yeah I'm like, I just want to be on it because it'll just make shit so much easier. Yeah. My mom was terrified that if I got on birth control, I'd be a whore. Fun. Okay. Um, and I'm like, mom, there's no prospects around me. I just want things to be normal. Thank you. Yeah. But no, I digress. When I met Geneva and we started becoming closer and we started talking about, like, you know, our dating history, our sex lives or whatever. Uh-huh. She, she told me how, like, open 
of a com like of a topic it was between her and her mom. Sometimes her dad too about like, you know, who she's you know her boyfriend and her sex life and like if she missed a period she tell her mom. It's like, I don't know if it's you know blah blah. blah. And her mom's like, oh, okay, we'll get you know we'll take we'll get it checked and blah blah blah. And then after a while, I think her mom was like, I think you should get on birth control just to be safe, you know. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with my jaw on the floor. I'm like, you openly talk to your mom about sex with your boyfriend. Right. And getting on birth control. And if I brought that up, I would be like, I'd probably be locked in my room. You said and her dad too, right? Sometimes. I'm like, yeah, she talked to her dad about relationships. Talks to, they, they're oh, so no. close. But like, I think what kind of shocked, what also shocked me was that what I talked to my mom about, uh-huh. like how open I am with certain things with my mom, she's not very like that with her mom. Not that she's not close with her mom, she is. Yeah. But like, she doesn't know what they talk about. Meanwhile, yeah. that's like stuff that I just spill to my mom. So I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I see that as like a generational thing of what's okay and what's not okay to like talk about too. Cause like, not just generational, it's also definitely cultural. Cause yeah, that, from, that too. Like, I, I will say, um, you said it was Geneva that was talking about yeah. that. Yeah, that's, I can't say that's a similar experience. <laughs> Now, the birth control, like, conversation, yeah, I've had that. I had that with my mom when I was in high school and everything like that. It didn't, because my period's super irregular, even now. Like, if I get them six times a year, I'm surprised. Uh, and, uh, like, they were really bad. Look at Tala, she's just like, excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, I learned you only need them four times a year to be, like, healthy and everything like that. But when I get yeah, them, they're really? usually, yeah, you know, they're Lucky. really bad. They're, they When I have them, though, like, especially in high school, they were really bad. When would could last up to, like, two weeks and just be really bad the whole time. And uh, they've gotten, like, different, not better, but different as I've gotten older. And, like, so when I was a teenager, my mom and I had, like, the birth control, like, conversation and everything like that. And, like, it, like she was very to the point of, like, you know, if I need that, I should go to her. I should, you know, tell her those things and like that. But I can't fathom telling my mother about my sex life if there was one that is no 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 that's weird no yeah, like, like she's had boyfriends sleep over she slept over at boyfriend's houses while they were in high school college and i'm just like what i, I don't think if i stayed late at a boy's house when i was in college stayed late being like, if i wasn't home by 11 i'd be yeah. getting 10 phone calls where are you what are you doing are your yeah. clothes on i'm like oh my god relax yeah, yeah. i actually remember the story sorry um so go for it <laughs> so we um we were on vacation well in 2017 in june so he hadn't my husband hadn't proposed yet and we were gonna um we had rented a two-bedroom uh airbnb in um in toronto yeah so for my cousin's wedding and so my it was my parents and me and my husband so, and at the time, he hadn't proposed, so it was not okay to sleep in the same uh, bed. bed, let alone the, the same, same room. room. So, yeah. there was there were two rooms, and there was a futon. The futon, mind you, was very, very uncomfortable. So, my mom even, like, tried it out. She's like, there's no way you're sleeping on this. So, uh, we slept in the bed together in the morning, okay. and my mom, she... Um, she put like a pillow or two like just in case my dad like walks in and you know uh, sees so um, there's the morning, a barrier honey don't worry yeah so and obviously she knows we're not gonna do anything but yeah um, I'm 
Yeah, but how awkward but it would be dad, to know your parents for the house. <laughs> like, no. Right, but Trust my, me, my mom was fun. like, okay, like, you know, my mom was like, um, you know, just whatever. I'll deal with your dad in the morning if he says anything. And um, so my dad in the morning, he opened the door. He goes, what is this? <laughs> why are you, why isn't he sleeping on the futon? Mom's like, you sleep on the futon. Look how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> so like he was mad because like you, you, if you're not married, uh-huh. You cannot sleep in the same bed. There's like a thing. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. it's just Armenians, but like they're very it's that adamant the about it. Yeah. We couldn't even go on vacation by ourselves, let alone like, yeah. you know. <laughs> because if they go on vacation by themselves, they're going to be staying in one room, one bed. They're going to yeah. have sex. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Like yeah. even we went to a stagecoach with my parents. Yeah. We had stagecoach tickets, but, like, we stayed in the hotel in Palm Springs with my parents. So, like, they know, you know, yeah. we're not alone and we're, we're safe and we're not doing anything. Yeah. So, and at that time, we were we were engaged, I want to say. Uh-huh. And I told them, I'm like, because um, my dad said, like, you can't really travel by yourself, like, if you're not engaged. I'm like, okay, we're engaged. Can we go? He's like, no, you're not married. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so first you said engaged. I could we could travel together without yeah. you guys. Now you're saying married. My mom was just laughing. She's like, just go with it, because he's not gonna change his mind. <laughs> so <laughs> we've gone on trips like that because he wouldn't let me travel with my husband. Yeah. Because we weren't married at the time. Okay. So, you know. All right. <laughs> It, like I imagine, like you wouldn't even want to think about doing anything with your knowing your parents are in the, like the building or like the room over, like blah, blah, blah. exactly. Yeah, it's just like no, 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 no. That's no. But like I, I feel like the to to the point of talking about it in some ways. I really think that also there are definitely certain the barriers of things you do and don't talk about. And some of it is definitely cultural. And, but some of it's just the kind of relationship you have with your parents too. Yeah. Like my mom and I have had the birth control, like conversation and stuff like that from a young age. But like the concept of like talking to my mother about sex, like if I, I don't have sex life, but if I did, ah, no, <laughs> no, what? No, I don't, I don't want to hear about anyone's sex life, let alone tell my mother about it. And yet that's how we became friends. I just blurred my sex oh, life to her. Oh my God so much okay. detail i'm lucky i remembered her name and she's just like so guess what and then just a lot of fucking details and i'm just she had I, nowhere I, to run we were both I, behind the counter working together in a shift and i literally texted my friend ariel afterwards it's like is this what normal friends talk about because like i didn't talk about this like ani definitely talks about it way more than i do and sometimes she'll just text me like details and things i'm like oh no you're the wrong friend <laughs> wrong friend <laughs> Go but talk to someone else. Oh, yeah. At work. Oh, yes. We were at work. I This was, what, the second day I had known you? And you're just like, so, guess what? And yeah. then just lots of detail. And I'm like, I don't know you. What <laughs> the hell? Yeah. Yo, I, I knew, before I knew her last name, I knew her preferences. And I'm just like, no, thank you. We are in public and I don't know you. <laughs> 
And that was pretty much our first official conversation. Yep. I'm not even sure you can label this conversation experience because I'm not sure I said anything the whole time. <laughs> I want to say you asked like the safest, most basic questions yes. I could. I think Probably I asked his stupid, name and what he did for a living. I think was I'll my like, question. Have you known him? Uh huh. Like. And progressively live? got more scandalized <laughs> the more you talked. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's just a different in, in, in like, person. <laughs> like, from person to person. Because sometimes, no. So it's just like, you like you texted me something the other day, and I'm just thinking to myself, that's the wrong friend. You're talking to the wrong <laughs> friend. Like, no. And it's just like, I think I texted you something like about the podcast and you answered me with something that was not about the podcast. And I'm like, mm, wrong friend. You go talk to literally anyone else. I remember. It was literally like two weeks ago. <laughs> like it's just. It wasn't two weeks ago. It was last week. Last week. Yeah, it was last week. So, yeah, I know. Sometimes she texts me things like that and I just think to myself, there are different types of people in the world. <laughs> there are. I don't. I don't get texts like that. No. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I'm always a little surprised when she sends them to me because I'm just be like, okay, okay. Um. I think she meant to text Aaron that one. Or no, I knew no. who I was texting. Yep. No. I know you knew who you were texting. I was wishing you were texting Aaron. <laughs> Girl, I, I love you to pieces. I really do. But there's some things I don't need to know. Do I need to know the guy's Facebook information so that I can go cyber stalk him and we can find out exactly what his girlfriend does for a living? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I need to know the other details that you definitely texted me? No, I do not. No, I do not. Yeah, but she wants to tell you. I, yeah. She does. I don't want to hear those details. Thank you. I want to know his age, if he has a job. Like, I want to see a picture of what he looks like. Those are the questions I, I want to know if he's a psychopath. Like, I want to know, like, I want to know the things that I can use as evidence against him in a court of law. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know the closed door details. That's just, I don't have any questions to base anything off of. And it just, sometimes you text me those things and I just be like, Okay. That's a fact yeah. I now know that I can't I can't get rid of. So, uh -huh. oh, um, any other culture shocks? Uh, no, so can't think of any. I can't think of any either. Uh. Um, well, in following up, kind of like based on what um, Ani had been telling Aaron and I during the big fat Greek wedding episode, um, you talked about uh, the weddings and the ribbons in the hair. Oh yeah. Can you tell us more uh, about that? Because you were going to so. Um, so there are three colors of the ribbon. It's white, red, and green. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Um, the red is sacrifice, the green okay. is prosperity, and the white, I forgot what the white was, but, uh, let me look that up real quick. Because it's basically, like, something to do with, um, what the scripture says about, like, you're sacrificing, like, you know, yourself or whatever, and, you know, your old life, you're getting mm -hmm. a new one. Okay. Um, I actually didn't know this. How do I know something about Armenian history and tradition that you don't? Well, I didn't do it at my wedding, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, when you guys go to uh, Armenian weddings, 
Do you see people with these colored ribbons in their hair often? See, I have in almost every wedding that I've been to at St. Peter Church. Mm-hmm. Oh, we uh, not mine. No, not not your church. Um, we'll have to explain the difference to her in the, later <laughs> between my church and yours. Because it was something the the ribbons were something that um, Ani brought up when we were watching my big fat Greek wedding. Cause because she was you talking... know, in the wedding she has the big uh, flower crown. They put on each yeah. other's head and they tie the ribbons to each other and they take their first steps of, around the altar as man and wife. Yeah, we don't walk around. We just we have the ribbon. Wait, they'll put it around because you know Huswade. It, it's braided already. Yeah, but so it's, they it's put like... it around us, tie it behind them. Takche, tele. No, well, see, okay, like mine, for example, was a crown with the ribbon on it. Okay. That, like... Ours isn't. Ours is literally, like, okay. three, like, tells, three pieces of, like, uh, leather cord or whatever. They braid it. Mm-hmm. It's already braided. Then they tie it, like, they put it around your head individually, tie it behind you, and then they tie those extra strings from yours and your grooms to each other. So you're united. But you were showing us pictures um, the other day when we were watching my big fat creek. Yeah, I, I saw pictures of people having like like in Hayas and I guess like they would do like actual ribbons like oh, yeah. sashes, like sashes, huh? I'm like, no, no, I'm talking about the one on the head. Yeah, um, I have seen though. Like, so they'll they'll put the crown on the bride and then the, the crown on the groom, and uh-huh. um, then there'll be like a ribbon that just goes around them, uh-huh. and it like hangs down where the um, What's it called? Where the, uh, what's it called? Uh, best man holds the uh, cross. Big, okay. heavy, golden cross. Yeah, it's really heavy, actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because, like, when they, when they put the crowns, like, your heads meet. Yeah. And then they uh, they put the ribbon, and then the um, best man holds the cross. And then when, once the priest is done with the prayer... Um, it takes about a good, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes, <laughs> and then they remove it. So okay. you don't really walk out of church with the ribbon, I don't think. There you go. Okay. So in now, the old times, the crown was placed on the bride and the groom's heads during the wedding ceremony. It was made of white, green, and red thread. The, these colors signified peace, love, and sacrifice. Okay. Now, do these, do you keep these ribbons? Do they belong to the church? Do you make the ribbons, like... Did you keep yours? Oh, I didn't keep any. I don't think we keep them. I think it's just it's just part of the like, church. Yeah, part of the church. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just part curious of the if there that was. They do. Yeah. I mean, that would make that would make sense too. Like if the church just if that was just something that they had. Yeah. So that makes sense. I was just curious if there was like any tradition of like having to make it or anything like that. So. But uh, that sounds really interesting, though, because like in the pictures that Ani had showed us before, they were very pretty too. So. All right. Let us skip around a little i'll come back to some more of those questions um an interesting one i suppose is uh what is the view of the united states and americans by the people in armenia like what do you what do they think of the united states probably that we're a joke yeah, I was gonna say because most of the world's not really all that keen on us in a lot of ways. So We're like, a joke to everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. sorry, you mean like, what do people in Armenia think of us? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, they want to escape and come to the U.S. Fair. <laughs> because like they'll think they'll have a better uh, life here. Yeah, American dream, better life. But um, 
the way they do it is wrong. It's wrong, but it's also uh, they, they do it the way um, that I guess um, Mexicans when they cross the border. Uh-huh. Armenians do the same. Armenians go to Mexico, they cross the border, and they get all the benefits you can Really? Want. I did not know that. I yes. did not know that either. Yes. They, so we're also... Recently, even more, they're doing that. Or I have um, never heard of that. That's interesting. Yeah. Or they uh, they find someone from here, they get married. Married. Get the green card. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's... to leave the country and have a better life in America. Yeah. So they think. So, yeah. And then they say, oh, why did I come? <laughs> Valid. I question why I'm here <laughs> many times throughout a, whole, throughout a single week. I'll be like, oh. Like, why uh, are we moving to Finland? I know. Honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's been so much stuff about Finland on, like, on the internet since it was voted the happiest country in the world for the sixth year sixth in a row. time in a row. Yeah. And it's just like, and then you read about it, it's like, well, yeah, they have free healthcare, and then they have free education and child care, and then just like, if you have an issue like having a child, they, pretty much all of the medical things that go with it are free, and it's just like, why do we... They take care of you and of their people in Finland. It's just like, wow, okay. (laughs) Why do people come here? (laughs) And here, one hospital visit is like thousands of dollars. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like it's like eight thousand dollars to take an ambulance ride or something like that, and it's just Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like there's so many other. I I feel like that the United States puts out like this idea of what it what it is, and then when you get here, you realize it's nothing like this idea that it puts out. So like propaganda. I, yeah, it, yeah. There's a lot of that. So like people come here expecting like something, and then you're just like, well, <laughs> no, no, you should have gone to no. friggin'. Finland, so or even like Canada. <laughs> Canada is like better choice. Just keep going. Honestly. You get here, just keep going. I'm gonna like, piggyback off that question and ask Talad, what do you think uh, the Armenians in the motherland think of the Armenians here? Oh, we're spoiled rich kids. That's what okay. they think of us. Yeah. Okay. And very ah! like uh, snobby and. Um, like, we're better than everyone else in the world. <laughs> we don't take our... Oh, probably they think we don't take our culture seriously. We're too whitewashed. That's fun. Yeah, because um, when I went to Lebanon last summer, um, a lot of people were shocked that my husband and I could speak fluent Armenian and that I can read Armenian. And really? I'm, yeah. I was looking at them like, why are you shocked? They have Armenian schools, like we talk Armenian at home. Yeah. They were just really shocked that living in America, mm. we were raised uh, learning Armenian. And yeah, it, okay. it was, yeah, I, I was shocked that they were shocked. Yeah. You know what's even fun? It's even weirder. It's like, even here, when I meet like people that have known me since I was yeah. like a child, but I don't fucking remember them, they're just like, they'll be like, does she understand? I'm like, when I was like, yeah, she can read, write, speak. Like, what do you mean? Does she understand? Yeah, I've I've actually had people um like when I was in my late teens and early twenties, I've had yeah. people like um maybe in their like forties and fifties, just like you know they're having a conversation with me, and then I start using you know these these uh I guess big words you know <laughs> for um for them I guess and they they look at me like wow you're speaking very proper Armenian. 
where did you learn all these big words from? I'm cool. like, I probably know better Armenian than you. Apparently, <laughs> geez. Yeah, like I don't know like why just... they would think you wouldn't learn it. Like when your parents speak it, your family speaks it. Like what? Well, I don't. That doesn't I make any English sense. I learned English at four. Armenian was my first language. It was her first yeah, language. Me too. I yeah. learned English at four. I did not know uh, English. Yeah. I only like knew why? Armenian. Why would they... that's so weird? Like why would they think you wouldn't understand it? That's okay. That's I I under I do I've definitely heard of people who like come to the United States and they don't teach their kids like their language because they want them to like be more involved in like the american culture like that but i just feel like you don't actually come across that all that often like and like i i've I've definitely met like i've met a couple people who have have had that where like their parents are from like vietnam or something like that but they don't speak it because their parents didn't want to teach them that but like i don't i feel like i don't encounter that nearly as often as like well Obviously, it would make the most sense to teach your child the language that you yourself, as the parent, are the most fluent in. Exactly. That just seems to make the most sense. And, yeah, so, like, and then if the parent doesn't know, like, English when they come over here and you have a kid, like, just learn it at the same time because that makes a lot of sense, too. But, you know. It also threw me off when I was in Philly and, like, I met, like, I went looking for the Armenian community. Yeah. And I found them. And, like, I went to, like, this... I don't even know what it was. This is this gathering or whatever at the church grounds. I'm like, all right, I went. There's like, you know, it's like a little bazaar. People are, th- are selling their their uh, sweets and their treats and whatever and this and that. There's like a barbecue going. I'm like, it's smelling a mile away. Yeah. And I hear the music. I hear the Armenian music. Mm-hmm. But I don't hear the language being spoken anywhere. Yeah. Everyone's speaking in English, and I'm just like, I start to think, I'm like, how do I address people here? Do I talk to them in English, or do I let them know that, hey, I'm one of you, like, I speak, will you understand it if I speak to you? Yeah. Because, like, out here, I'm so used to going, and if it's, if it's anything Armenian, you will hear Armenians being spoken only. Yeah. yeah. Um. Alright, so let's switch categories a little, and we'll get into the, a little bit of uh, the history section. Okay. okay. So... Armenia obviously was the first country to adopt Christianity as its official religion, which means that Christianity has had a long history in your, in uh, Armenia. Um, before the prevalence of Christianity, what was the mythology in Armenia like? We were um, polytheistic. We okay. were like the Greeks. We had many gods and goddesses for different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say pagan. Yeah, polytheistic. More than one god, yes. Oh, never mind. Okay. Um, very much, you know, very kind of pagan. You know, we had like the, um, the traditions and rituals with like spirituality and the earth and the this and the that and stuff like that. So yes, it was all mixed in together. I don't quite remember how any of the. I don't want to call them sacrifices, but like I don't remember how the prayings or offerings to the gods would have been because I know with the Greeks, there's a lot of bloodshed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Was. I mean, to be fair, with the Greeks just were interested in murdering literally everyone at all points in time yeah, and uh, throughout their history. <laughs> yeah, like there, there, there's a lot of war in that in that time period of history. So you know, just 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 a little. Um, but are you guys taught about it in school, or is it just kind of like yes. something that's passed over in history? Or we, I mean, we we cover it in mm-hmm. Armenian history. Mm-hmm. But not much. Not much. Like we're yeah, we don't spend too much time on it, but it is covered. 
Yeah. Um, so we have Aramazd, which would be Zeus. Anahith, which would be Artemis. Vahag is Heracles. Is there a pretty solid correlation, like, between the Greek gods and then, like, the Armenian ones, then? Uh, oh, no, it just, these are the names, like, just so, like, you can figure out, like, what their status, like, is. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, we didn't really have anything to do with, like, I don't think the Greeks or whatever. Because, like, the Greeks and the Romans, like, were an exact mirror of each other. Oh, yeah. different names. So I was curious if there was correlation in that direction, too, but, um... But do you um, find it mentioned very often, or is it just, like, a no. historical thing? It's a yeah. historical thing. Like, we we are told about it, we spend some time on it, and then we move on. Okay. Like, I remember more, like, slightly more, about the the heroes. Yeah. The Armenian heroes, like, um, Kachvartan and... I know more about stuff like that than I do more about like I can I can barely name you the names of the gods that we have. Osric is the only one that I can think of. There was Mezendikran. Um... There you go, Mezendikran. The fuck did he do? I forgot. I forgot. There you go. And it, we had um, what was it um, monarchy? Yes, there was, there was a monarchy. Kings and uh, kings with no queens. <laughs> Which does lead me into Aaron's question. Um, is there anything that you can really tell us about the monarchy? Like when, like, cause I know that's not what Armenia has as a government now. Cause I was reading the, like the prime minister and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, when did the monarchy end exactly? And can you tell us anything about it? I love that look on his face like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know when it ended, but I know there were a few, um, that I can remember from, uh, our main history classes. Um, we need Lara here. Takavor, yeah. Um, Mezendikran, I think, was a king as well. Um, Varam Shabu Takavor, weird name. Oh my god, I remember that name, Varam Shabu. Um, there was another one You're off the top of my head. Uh, there were a few Dikran Takavors, like the first, the second, second. the third. Mm-hmm. Um, Khosrov. Khosrov was a king. Yeah. Khosrov the third. Yeah. Yeah, it was one... Shapu. So I guess the, the last one would have been. Yeah. Artaxia. Artashir, the fourth. Ardashir. Ardashir okay. the fourth will be the last one, and that was 428 AD. Yeah. Okay. And I guess too, it depends a little bit on how like defining that like, monarchy system, because, like, the wonderful world of the internet has it kind of pieced in at different time periods coming and going. Like, there's medieval, like, it talks about medieval Armenian kingdoms and things like that, all the way up until, I think, the 1200s? 1400s? 1400s. Um, and uh, just, like, coming in and out a little bit, like, the, um, but it, it also, like, it seems to separate it a little bit depending on, like, where and... Some of them, a lot of them are connected with other countries, too. Like, one of them, King Cyprus of Jerusalem and Armenia. And that was from, like, the 1300s and things like that, too. I got the Byzantine Empire. uh Mm -hmm. So I guess it it depends on how it's defined, though. Uh, Like, the kingdom of Armenia, it does say that it is about 400 AD, so... Yeah, and then I'm looking at other stuff, and like, cause and then it says vassal lords and princes from 428 to 884. Mm-hmm. I don't know that name. Bagratuni. 
Pakra Dunia. Oh, oh, Pakra Dunia. Really? I just got like a. Our, for our listeners, Ani's having a moment. <laughs> I think she might be having an existential crisis. It's okay. <sighs> there you go. Bahan Mamigonyan. That's that's the difference. But I okay. know. Bard Mamigonyan. Barazit. I don't know what the fuck that is. Presiding Princess of Armenia to 884. Wait, so wow. For the Umayyad Caliphate. Whatever the fuck that means. Ashod. I remember those names. <laughs> yeah, Bagratuni. Restored Kingdom, 884 to 1045. Ashot, Sumbat, Abbas. Takavor Chun. Hovannes, uh-huh. Lesser Medieval Kingdoms. Artsuni Dynasty? What Vasburka. is happening? Gurgen Khachik. Why do I remember that? Vasburagan, that's why. Vasburagan, there See? you go. Just words that we're saying, it's like core memories are being unlocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of many years of sitting in classes. Yes. So I would say that this went up until... That's Giligia. Where was Giligia? Right here. Armenian... Oh. Uh... Rubenet dynasty? No, go a little up. No, Armenian kingdom of Giligia. Ah, okay. One with the Turkmen. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, this probably went around... No dynasty until... Yeah, 1300s. Yeah. Yeah. 12th century. 14th right. century, sorry. Yeah. Lear- history lesson, everyone. <laughs> well, you knew you weren't getting through this interview without some history questions from me. So. I mean, it's, I, I enjoy it because then I start to learn more about it. Yeah. You just had to make our soothe our brains. <laughs> <laughs> I got to unlock some of those, like, some of those core memories. memories. Oh, yeah. Um, what are some, like, significant historical locations, like, in Armenia, whether they're, like, archaeological historical like if i was going to take a historical tour of armenia where would you recommend i go um all over so Dizenagapert is the uh i mean genocide monument thank you okay You're welcome. with the eternal flame uh-huh um Karni... oh <laughs> well, go for it sorry uh, it... so the monument, I don't know. The monument is like, um, ah, uh, it's like a huge structure, and it's like a long walkway. I don't know how else to Hang on, I'll it. present it to her so she can see it. Oh, there you go. Hang on. It's easier if you see what we're talking about, so it's fair. Alright, so it looks like that. Okay. That's Sardarabad. Um, yeah, so like a long walkway, stairs. Yeah, so there was a battle here. Uh, what year? Uh, 1918. Okay. May 21, literally, eight days. Okay. Uh, between the regular Armenian military units and the militia on one side and the Ottoman army that had invaded Eastern Armenia on the other. Yeah, so our first Independence Day, uh, was May 28, 1918. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the battle took place here, yeah. First Independence. We have a second Independence in September 21, 1991, 1991 from the USSR. Yeah. Okay. I do remember reading about that part, actually. But uh, we've got... That looks huge, by the way. Oh, like, it is. It is. Ma- so yeah, after it's you massive go up looking. the stairs, yeah, and past that, I think along to the left, there's a walkway with, um, uh, what's it called? At the end, there's like a museum type thing, that picture down there. Which one? That, this one? That one. 
Oh, this one. At the end of the walkway. Mm-hmm. With those carvings. It's very pretty. Is the mummy puppy at Sardarabad too? No, that's at the entrance to um, Gharapag. Ha, huh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it's huge. Look at this. Insane. We got to see that. We also got to see... Also heard the Armin Janssen monument. Oh, yes. Uh... How the fuck do you spell D-Z-I... D-Z-I... Ah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for knowing how to phonetically spell Armenian words. This is the Armenian Genocide Monument. There's also a museum. Okay. Yes. I have seen this specific thing right here where it's like all the flowers are around yeah. and the flames going. Actually, the first day we went to Armenia, um, we stopped here. That's the first place they took us. Really? Yeah. So it's the first place they took us. And my camera battery had died. No, don't laugh, I remember honey. that. Honey, don't laugh. I remember that. You were so upset. I was so annoyed. It's very, very pretty, though. I will say, I, I love the like the shape of it. It's very interesting. It's very pretty. Yeah. So this is, is Karni. How do you say Dajar? Temple. Temple. Jesus, I forgot the English translation. Uh, so this is like, uh, Karni Temple. The- Temple of Garni, yes. It's one of our yeah. old, obviously, polytheistic temples. It is also massive. Yes. Yeah, it, it looks like it's massive. And it's like on the edge of a cliff. So. Yep. Is it but, fully intact like that, though? Yes. Yes. Yes, it wow. is. Greece is this... crying. Greece and Rome are <laughs> crying, crying right now, <laughs> looking at your intact, beautiful temple. Like, oh my god. They wish they had something that whole. They they make entire tours based around a single still standing pillar. Like no, this is look gorgeous. At that. Yeah, but look at that. that the detail. Detail. Yeah. Yeah, this thing is still intact. I think Amazingly. it's absolutely like hilarious that like Greece and Rome are over there just trying to be like, this is where this entire building stood. There's a also single part mountain. of a pillar left, and you guys have all of this still entirely intact. Just yeah. like it's yeah, amazing. Right at the edge of a cliff. The edge of the cliff. Yeah. That view though is amazing. Oh yeah, I can see why they built it there. That's a, that's this? beautiful. I don't know what that is. I feel like that. You... I don't know. Monastery that used to be there. I don't know. But see over here, this this walkway. So if you, when you're facing the temple, if you mm-hmm. go to the right, like bit yeah. before you get to the temple, if you mm-hmm. go to the right, you keep going, you reach another temple. Oh, <laughs> okay. Kerart. They're along the same road. Kerart. It's it's more like a um a pert uh like a like a castle. Okay, Kerart. Yeah, it's a fortress. It's a fortress. fortress. There you go. I was gonna say when they took us to see Karni, they also mm-hmm. took us to see Kerart on the same day. So we yeah. went from this to, we saw this church, and... Oh, wow. Is this Kevart? No, that's not... The... Oh, no, it was Ampert, wasn't it? The... Kevart, Oni. Not Ampert. Okay, I'm Which one's Ampert? I don't remember. Where was the thing that we went to? The, we're uh, wonderful with the fort. Armenian right now. <laughs> I know, we're all over the place. No, the fort. Remember the fort? Wait, that was the one and only temple. One only time. Not one only time. That was the. Uh, I had to get down from one of the, uh, like, the anisters or whatever that I uh, walked on top of, and Jacob like, fuck, like carried me down. Oh. Ah, yeah, armpit! It's this thing. Oh, okay then. But, but see, we went. We also went here. Yeah, we okay. We went there, all three in one day. Uh, fun fact though, um, between uh, Arnie and Gerhard, there's a 
really good restaurant where you can have fish. Okay, they cool. Literally cook the fish in a, like under the ground. <laughs> so well, you know, like cool, a tonir. Yeah. So like they um they've dug a like big hole pit. under the ground a pit, mm-hmm. and they've um they've made it into like, like an oven. Yeah. So they it's, well, it's cool. really good. I haven't had it. I've heard it's really good. <laughs> so. Fun fact, if you're ever there and you want fish. Well, there you go. These places is, are beautiful. Yeah, Kedar yeah. is the other monastery. And it, it's, oh. Beautiful. You could see, isn't this the one where we saw, like, in the in the cliffside, there are, like, crosses, like, made into the stone. Yes. Yeah. This was the one. See, look. Yeah. That picture. There you go. Bravo, <laughs> Those are, okay. those are what we call the Khachkars. Cross stones. But these okay. are... These are embedded in the stone. Like yeah, they, they carved them into the stone. They carved it, yeah. Yeah. But they have very intricate details. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. They're very detailed. Like, this is inside the monastery. Like, this is all still standing. Come on. Gre- Greece and Rome wishes. <laughs> they wish. They're like, no. Like, why, why are they spending so much time studying, like, a half a pillar that's still standing when they could just study these things that are so, like, together and standing and like not basing an entire like history tour on like a a stone right so they took us here as well beautiful scenery and then we have one of my favorite churches (laughs) right and Ani's um hang on I'm gonna show her armpit next oh okay they also took us here this fort this fort it was pretty cool though getting there though gave everyone a heart attack yes we have the view before we get to, before we spoil her with the view, let's give her oh. the heart attack. We have we have like <laughs> 16, right. <laughs> 60 teenagers. All right, you are in mm-hmm. charge of sixty teenagers, um, spread out amongst two big ass tour buses. You know they're the big mm-hmm. ones with the air conditioning on the inside. Seventy five. Yeah. Oh, seventy five. Okay, I forget to count Pasadena. <laughs> you count you long you. <laughs> I forget that had fifteen people from Pasadena came with us too. Actually, they were eleven. Okay, semantics. Seven. It's getting smaller now. <laughs> they were a small grade. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, just keep going. So we're going, we have these two giant buses going through treacherous mountain roads that are literally only one lane big. And then we're going to go down this road. Like We're going this way and we have to make a sharp V this way. Now, going down. Mind you, there's another car coming up this way. And we're all sitting there going... How are we going to make it? A, the turn is very sharp. Mm-hmm. And we are top-heavy vehicles. B, this all, where is the other one going to go? But see, you're forgetting. The drivers there are very experienced with the road. Yes, they are, are. But us terrified. being teenagers from America going, we're going to die. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, half like we all decided to, like, at least the bus that we were in, when we decide to turn, <laughs> we're all just like, okay, when the car turns, when the bus turns, everyone to the other side. <laughs> Shift the balance. <laughs> it was like a show if you were, you were watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. we're going to die. We're all going to fucking die. Let's go. We're, we're listening to the right. Lean to the left. Let's go. Trying to explain to your mother that you died because of like like just a one lane road. Mm. That wouldn't have gone. Over and well. then they brought us here, and we're just like, it's so pretty. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, you died. This is where you are now. <laughs> is this heaven? <laughs> the view is great, but like, wasn't expecting to die today. <laughs> so this one's also on the edge of a cliff. So As like, because <laughs> this was literally a fort. Yeah, but the the view is spectacular. I was like, up on like one of these things, and I had to be carried down. Were you too. supposed to be up there? Is the question? Yeah, it was free range. Yeah, you just walk wherever you want. I, I asked that because Ani has mentioned to me the times that she has been places that she's not supposed to be, like yeah, the one in no. Disney when you were crawling <laughs> on top of that thing and like you made Aaron take a picture with you and she wasn't appreciative of the fact that she had to take a picture with you before you'd get down. It was in Galaxy's Edge, and like there just one like spot that was empty, and it was like this is the perfect spot to take a picture. And I'm like, I'm gonna climb the rock. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, "Anya, get down!" No, and the picture. They showed me the photo, like in so like, no. much rage. And Aaron's standing here, like, Aaron is so angry in that photo. It's just like, See, mm. I probably would have climbed like halfway of where you were, <laughs> just yeah. to, to take the picture with you. Yeah, I don't know why. You just have her head sticking out, like. <laughs> That's how we roll. Oh, you'll have to show her oh. that photo at some point. Yeah. And then there's this church. They took church us to. It's called Moravank. We had the most fun with this one because of the stairs. Yeah. So we literally, there's a picture. Um, there's one person on each step. On each step. <laughs> there's someone sitting on each step. And the steps are on the outside. And there's <laughs> no railing, no rope. Nothing. Yeah. It's literally like... Uh, the width of from your like your elbow to your wrist, yeah. wrist, <laughs> literally, just shy of body width. Yeah, and wow. you have to climb this. Well, it's you fun. don't have to. We were just crazy seventeen-year-olds, but um, now actually, I know they've put a rope. Oh, a rope. Yeah, okay. to I don't know how it's gonna keep you from falling, but um, <laughs> we can claim safety you. standards, <laughs> right? Mind you, these are not regular steps. They are. Blocks. Yeah. yeah, they they look steep really you're steep. Climbing. You're not walking. You're climbing. Yeah, yeah. But um, if you see that little opening on um at the top of the stairs, so there mm-hmm. is like a little room over there when you go in. There's an actual room people can go in and like pray when yeah. they're still like be functional. So we really oh, wanted cool. to see what that was, so we that's... went up the stairs. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, who the fuck is gonna go up all the way here to pray? Yeah. Well, nope. A lot of people apparently. All we right. Did, so. And we did. Look more 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 cross rock. Stones. Yeah, Watch there's cows. a lot each um around each, uh, each church. church. That's cool though. And fun fact, uh, uh, city of a thousand and one churches. Really? That's us. Uh, Ani, Ani was the city of or Vaughn. Oh, I am. <laughs> if, if any of the Armenians just heard us right now, we got the city wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our teachers are listening to this, they're gonna be like, "How did we pass them? How did they get in?" Yeah, An- Ani was the city of thousand and one churches. Haha, I was right. <laughs> I was chosen to be Armenia's capital in the tenth century. Yep. Okay. So yeah, fun. So fact. richly endowed with sacred buildings that it came to be known as the city of a thousand and one churches. Ooh, another thing you should see: Mesrop uh, Mastros in the letters. Oh, the. Um, so the alphabet... Um, oh, the, the, the alphabet park? Yeah. It was right next to Mesrop Mastros, no? 
Oh, the person who invented um, the alphabet was Mithrop Mashbox. And there's like a, a little monument thing for him. And there's this huge park with each letter um, like carved out in stone. Okay. With, I'm pretty sure there are engravings on here. Oh, there are. On each stone. There are. Wow. Yeah, all of us, like, we, we, they took us there and we all went and took pictures with our... That's, yeah, with our letter. I think that's the entire park. It's all the letters. That's yeah. really yeah. cool. So they're each like this. They're sitting on top of big boulders mm-hmm. and uh, they're carved out of stone. That's really cool. Is this something that was more recently made? No. no. It's been there for years. I don't know how long. Wow, that's really cool. Alphabet Park. Al- Armenian Alphabet Monument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a monument. Um, Burakan. In Burakan. We'll find out when was it made. Because I'm sure they told us and none of us remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it might have been a hot minute before since you've been there, so. <laughs> and there's actually... Um, okay, do the math. 36 letters in, in the alphabet. In 2005, the Armenian alphabet celebrated its 1600th birthday. The alphabet, yeah, because the alphabet was created. Yeah, but like um, it was made in 2005 by the looks of it. So in 05, the park was made in 05. Uh, no, uh, hold on. Stone carvings, every letter. Yes, that's right. Okay, because yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mostrot's final resting place. So in 05, they made the park. That's cool. Next to the creator's, um, what's it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, uh. Tomb. Tomb. Or, um. Is that it up there? Yeah. There is a tomb. <laughs> right there. I thought it might be a little a little more in the modern day just because of... It, there's just the way it looks. I guess maybe so many years studying archaeology, I can just tell it looks more recent than some of the more other recent, stuff that yeah. we've looked at. Yeah. It's not as crumbly. Why uh, well, that's that? that's valid too. Like it, It's not <laughs> as old looking just in general, but... Uh, but yeah, it just struck me as something a little more modern looking, so... But uh, it's really, really cool looking. Uh, Lake Sevan. Seven? We haven't even gone to... Oh, you want to save the where? big one for last? Okay. What's the big one for last? Orbirab. Oh, yeah. Let's wait <laughs> for that one. Let's wait for that one. This is Lake Sevan. This is our only body of fresh water. Largest body of water in Armenia. Yeah. And the Caucasus region. Yeah. And it's freezing. Oh, but it's so crisp. It's such a nice... It is. It is. It really is. It's so pretty. I put my feet in it. So did I. And so did she. We froze. We, we did. <laughs> I, I don't understand how people went swimming. Yeah, that I didn't get. But see, on top... See, there's the church, but it's on top of the hill overlooking the water. The lake. Mm-hmm. The lake. over On top of the hill. Overlooking the lake. Yeah, I said water, Ani. Okay, same thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think if I if I recall correctly, we went up there and we ate. There was also a restaurant. Yes, we had a restaurant. I'll never forget. That was where I'm just like, I don't want any more chicken and potatoes again we for a while. We had fish. No, we had chicken and potatoes. We had chicken and potatoes. We had fish somewhere. One I time. didn't eat it. One time. I know I didn't eat it. Oh. I ate it one time. I don't know where it was. I thought it was there. Maybe it was, because I don't remember eating fish at all. But it's, the... it's beautiful, though. Didn't this place also have the monkey? Yes, it did. <laughs> and you could, we, we, we could have gone jet skiing. We could have? We're next on the list, but we... we don't you remember? No. We were next on the list to go jet skiing, and then they're like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> That's why I don't remember, because my fucking luck. We didn't do it. <laughs> 
But yes, this is... <laughs> see, I don't know how these people do it. Yeah, no. But... It's too cold. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, Is though. it cold, like, all the time, then, or...? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We were there in July. <laughs> Gina yeah. Summer! Cold. Cold. June. All right. in June. July. Oh. We went last week of June, you're right. Into July. Yeah, we were there for two weeks. Yeah, okay. All uh, right. What's next? Itch Miazin. Itch. Yeah, this cathedral is like um, in the heart of Yerevan. Yerevan, which is the main city in what's it called? Not main, is it? It's the capital. The capital. I couldn't find the word. <laughs> the capital the of city. Armenia. <laughs> okay, you got it though. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, this also has the Hachkars next to it. The, um, oh, they're everywhere probably. But look at look at the inside. That's beautiful. And there was a museum close to this actually. Yes, there was. Yeah, this it's is huge too. Wow. Oh, I was so shocked at how big it was. Yeah, it's really big. Like, holy I mean, damn. from the picture, look at the imagine <laughs> in person. Yeah, it's huge. Was it packed when we went? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was packed. I remember I'm just like, oh, it's just like home. Like, there were, uh, from what I remember, there were no um, pews. You're right. There were no pews. There, everyone was just standing. I remember there were a lot of, like, places to, like, put your candles and make your wishes and everything. Yeah. Everywhere. But there was no pews. There was no pews. It was like everyone was, like, packed like sardines in the church. It's just That's a freestanding sweet. church. All right. Make more room that way if you don't have pews in it yeah. so more people can be involved. Wow. Yeah, but you couldn't even move. Like we we bought, <laughs> we bought um, incense and um, candles, candles, and it's like we literally we bought it. We we walked out. We're like we can't stand here. Yeah, bought it, lit it, put it in. Yeah, bye. And we took we took some incense. I I took some home. Did you? I bought some to bring back here. I don't remember. Probably not. Oh, I did. I gave it to my mom. <laughs> See this. Altars and, and stuff. Like, no no pews. Oh, there's this. That looks more like benches. Okay. And there's only, like, eight of them. So, I don't know which part of the ch- church that's in, but... Yeah. I don't know. But, um, there was a museum, uh, really close to the church, and, uh, it had, like, um, where it had, like, Bibles and... Of course it did. What else did it have? It was, like, gated. Really? Okay. It was gated. Somebody opened the gate and we walked through. It was like a long walkway. There's a lot of walking. A lot of walking. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I do not remember that. Ooh, another place to visit is uh, Vernissage. So it's like a bazaar. If and... you've heard of the Grand Bazaar in, in Istanbul, mm-hmm. this is basically it, but it's all outdoor. It's an outdoor swap meet, basically. That's and cool. You, you have to. You have to haggle. Haggle. Have okay. to. Have to. We got ripped off so much. Um, no, I didn't. I did. I don't know how to haggle. I bought a painting which was supposed to be like $70 for like 25 bucks, and he literally hacked it for me, took the frame off. <laughs> you go shopping with you. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, because my dad told me you have to. Like, he yeah. says, my mom like, told me as much as you can. can. Well, I don't know. Maybe because I have, uh, <laughs> you know, um, 
I'm a little like a little more like my dad than my mom, but um, I don't know what got over me because I I hate like uh, confrontation. So do I. Which um, like, and Ani hey, knows that. And I don't know how I did it, but when I was when I was doing it, Ani was like looking at me. She goes, she was. <laughs> I think you were laughing. I couldn't, it, and I couldn't believe. <laughs> And, and my dad was very proud of me when I told him that I tackled him. He goes, I have taught you well. I, yeah, if you, do, you, do you want rugs? Do you want the hand? They have vests? everything. It's want... all outdoor. Yeah. Um, wow. It's every huge, Sunday? Though. I thought it was every day. No? No, not every day. Never mind. Every, I'm just imagining it be every day. <laughs> if he went Saturday every day, he could really perfect those haggling <laughs> skills. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what day we went. It was either. A, it had to it have was been a Sunday. Weekend. It was a Sunday because that was a, one of our only free days that we had. We weren't free on Saturdays. That's interesting. I don't remember. Probably not. Well, it's been a like, hot minute since you guys went there. Like it, the, you guys went in yeah. high school, right? When you were, what you said, seventeen. So uh-huh. yeah. It's it's been a, a you know a couple of minutes <laughs> since then I think so just just a few. Where else can she? Where else can we take her? Um, Besides the big bad one at the end. Well, let's hit the big bad one soon because I've got oh, just a couple questions left for you. There's okay. a cascade. The fuck is cut? It's it's more recent. We haven't seen it. <laughs> I oh. haven't seen it in person. <laughs> this. Oh, there yeah, is actually is a museum inside here. Uh, one of the levels. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, obviously on the computer. Yeah, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yes, on one of the levels there's a museum. My husband told me I mm. I have never been to it. All right, so we're gonna end this part of the trip with. Well, actually, a little bit of uh, history here. So Krikor Lusavoric mm-hmm. was thrown in the Khorvirab. Okay. First, it's this. So you um, have this lovely view of the mountains and the mountain. Like, all that, all this land, isn't currently in Turkey. So if you were yes. to walk there, you'd probably lose a limb or two. So there it's are like the mines. border, yeah. Okay. Yes. So since Ani cut me off, she's going to continue what no, I No, no, go ahead. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. You have to help me out, though, because I have my memory right now. Um, so inside, so this is the Khorvira, um, what Monastery. Is it? Uh, monastery. Uh, inside, it's, I think it was built around... Um, where Kikor Lusavarich was thrown in, right? Because if I remember correctly in history, um, like in history class, they just threw him in like an underground pit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like there was nothing really around it. Like it wasn't in a monastery or anything. I don't think. Unless you remember, Oni. Uh, you paid more attention in history class than I did. <laughs> um, and my grandpa was a professor. That too. What I do <laughs> remember on. though, what I do remember is that because he was thrown in there, because well, he was thrown in there because um, of he was his... preaching Jesus. Yeah, so he, because they had he had different beliefs than um... the reigning king and blah blah blah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they disagreed with him. They threw him in there, um, and there was this one woman who would take. I him think it was the king's da- water. It was the king's daughter. That's what I remember. Is I guess after they built you know the this fortress monastery whatever around the dungeon, there were holes around it like in the mm-hmm. upper um building of it yeah so the king's daughter would be able to hear him and they would they would talk and then she would secretly bring him food and water which is why how he stayed alive so long yeah and people thought he was just like this holy person 
because yeah. he's alive with no food and water. Okay. Um, but you can actually go down there. Um, it's called really? Korvirab. Yeah. Wow. I was the first one down there. Uh, the, 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 of course the, you were. The, is that the liar? <laughs> surprise yes, it is. Me. So here's the thing. I didn't go down. This is how you get it. Do you mm. see this? It's yes, very I do. narrow. We, everyone. Except for me. Except for you. Was standing around it. Around this. Mm-hmm. Just staring down like, who's going to go first? And me being, I'm sick of waiting. I just pushed my way through and started going down the stairs. And as soon as I started going, everyone else started coming down. Yeah. And, and once you go down, it's like a small dark room. This mm-hmm. is it. It's literally a pit. It could probably fit how many people? Like five? No. If you wanted to have like people standing, like slave ship style, no one moves. About ten people. Okay. But if you want to move and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> about four or five. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is all the guy had. Wow. There. There's, there you go, Strahd. There's the pit. Wow. Yeah. And the infamous Ararat Mountain. Yeah, our lovely. We have a picture of that. I still have that picture of, of me, her, and Lara sitting together yeah. on one of these uh, these battlements, these like right over here somewhere, with the mountain in the back in the in the background. Well, that's cool. That, that's the painting I have too. Oh yeah, this image basically is the painting she's yeah. got. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful though. That's really cool looking. Yeah. This was one of the ones I really wanted to see because I heard so much about it. I'm like, I want to see this. Of course. Yeah. No it was surprised. really cool, yeah. Also, okay. wholly unsurprised, Ani was the very first person to go down there. Like, if you would have told me she would have let somebody else go first, I would have questioned that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tell her, you go first. Push her down. Nope. <laughs> I don't oh. see her pushing you down anything. <laughs> like, jeez, what kind of violent person do you take her for? Um... Mind you, when I was going down the stairs, they are they are metal, mm-hmm. but they are a very rusty, mm-hmm. and very b old. very old and very rickety. Like they were like kind of coming out the stones. <laughs> I remember yep. that going. I remember going down the stairs, going, "Oh fuck! If I fall, <laughs> that's why people let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> just like let the dirt I will go do it. I started getting even more concerned when people started coming like before yeah. I was off the stairs. I'm like, stop it! I don't think you can handle this. <laughs> like, way. no, no. Like, wait a minute here. Like, uh, uh-uh. like let's let's let you know one at a time situation here. I got um, down. I did my little circle. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going back up. Yeah. Well, I can see why, because if it breaks while people are coming down, how are you going to get out? <laughs> so I don't want to be the next uh, Mopsas Hore Nazi. <laughs> I said that wrong, didn't I? I'm so sorry. Cut that out. I don't want to be the next Chikorlu Sabori. <laughs> Just be completely fucking up my history. It's totally fine. Ani, Ani, Ani. Okay. Um, what is something that you deeply enjoy about your culture that you would like to share with our listeners? The food. <laughs> well, Ani will be sharing some of that with us in April because we're making her post pictures 
of Armenian food on our Instagram for the podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say besides the food, um, I don't know how to explain it. I just like how... I can't explain it either. Like, like I, <laughs> I know Migrant? Yeah. We are, even though we've gone through so much horrendous shit, mm-hmm. we may, like... We're like any other family. It's like, you know, we bicker amongst ourselves, like, one's better than the other, blah, blah, blah. Some don't talk to each other, but, like, the minute you come at one of us, like, you come at a goalie and a hockey team, everyone's like, no. Yeah. We, but we also, like, every together. time you get, to, yeah, every time you, you come together, too, it's just this one big party. Yeah. But, um, Armenians have each other's backs. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you to your face that I don't fucking like you, but then someone insults you, I'll be like, bam! Only I can do that. Yeah. That's fair. I get that. Is there anything that you wish people knew about Armenia or Armenian culture? Just as, yeah, as I wish general. people knew about Armenia in general. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> okay. And not and not listen to stereotypes. That's the fair. stereotypes are real. I'll give them that, not but not them. all of them. Also, the Kardashians are not fucking Armenian. That is not the pinnacle of Armenian. I mean, okay, they are by blood, but they're not by, you know. In any yeah. way, they are not culturally Armenian. Valid. I don't consider Armenian at all. Other than they're... I can't imagine many people wanting to claim the Kardashians. <laughs> so, I know, like... I, I, I know some people that do. I'm not a fan. Neither am I. Um, <laughs> if, if Baron Kardashian was still alive and he didn't die, I want to say that he would have had... Like, the Armenian culture would have had a stronger... Um, presence in, their, in lives. their lives yeah of course. yeah but because he died it's it all just went straight to we're gonna make money off your faces yeah 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 and that's just kind of the way they work now so well this has been yeah anything else you want people to know we're very nice <laughs> well like i said armenians have each other's backs like they help each other out so like if one person's in need Everyone just goes to help them out. It's true. So that's that's good. I feel like it's a strong bond in the culture. Well, that's nice. Though. I do. It's okay, important. there's one thing I wish. I wish there wasn't such a big divide between between us internally. Yeah, like in terms of um, where we're all from, like where everyone's scattered to yeah. after the well, genocide. That's the genocide. I mean, you can't do it. I know, but like people give everyone else shit about it. Like I'm not like no one come at me, please. I'm just gonna throw random shit out there. Like Stanzis give make you know give shit to uh, Barska eyes. Barska eyes give shit to Bailutis. Bailutis give shit to Barska like both eyes. Like everyone yeah. like is just like oh you're in and you're from here. You went there. It's like bruh, like we're still I still we're speak still it. Armenian. I still write it. Yeah. I still read it. I still eat the food. I still follow the traditions. Like what else do you want? Yeah. Well, actually, Ani here got mad at me when we were about, what, 12, 13? Because she said, she goes, go for it. she goes, um, you don't like me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I'm Lebanese Armenian, Beiruti. She's mm-hmm. Bosahai, which is Turkish Armenian. I'm like, what's the difference? We're both Armenian. She goes, no, you don't like me. My it's because you're Tashnag. Yeah, but okay. But besides the fact, there are there are Tashnak both sides. By the way, Tashnak Tsuchun is a thing, is a political Armenian political party. But um, we're not getting into that. No, <laughs> but, not not in this episode. No, but um, 
that uh, so Ani literally after years of friendship okay at least four years of friendship she comes up to me I will never forget we were walking in front of the third grade classroom yeah she starts like telling me you don't like me you you know know, why are you my friend and she I'm like what are you talking about she goes well you're part of the political party that means you hate me I'm like why in the world would I be friends with you if I hate you? And she she was so confused. I'm like, hello. And I think I think for a couple of days, like I, I got mad at her. I'm like, fine, we're not talking. Was it? I for a couple of days I got mad at her. And then we came to our senses. <laughs> we were literally from the third grade class. It was either Miss Marley's or Miss Petrumian. Uh... Miss Kachumian's class because we weren't that, that far down into to Gazarians. It was between Kachumian and Marley's class, but and I'm like, you we don't were, like me. We were like 12, 13 years old, and I'm like, what is happening? I remember I tell I told my mom when I go home, and she's like, what? <laughs> she was so confused. And something like, truly only 12 to 13 year olds could do. To be right? fair, yeah. <laughs> you don't like, like me because I'm she's from like, Turkey. She's like, we different. I'm from Turkey, and she's like. And she's like, you know, your parents are from parents are from Turkey. I'm like, so? Like, yeah, but you're Tashnak. So are you people, I think, and you guys all hate people who are from Turkey. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that, I'm like, because I hate people who are from Turkey, my two best friends are Turkish Armenian. She looked at me, she, I'm like, she doesn't know what to say. Let's not compete with my rage. <laughs> logic just bouncing off the rage <laughs> right considering, <laughs> but considering we were both like uh 12 you know 12 13 years yeah. old that was a pretty like sophisticated conversation because <laughs> no like, hands were thrown it's just me 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 walk away <laughs> because we were literally talking about political parties that like 12 years old <laughs> and poor Nadine is going it's just standing there going what do i do <laughs> guys guys it's okay what's happening stop I like how it sounds like Ani just came up with that, like, on her own, no conversation with you whatsoever about it, and just, like, all of a sudden, just in your face, you don't like me! (laughs) I mean, okay, she had somewhat of a point, because um, there were no Turkish Armenians in that organization, Mm. but there are on the East Coast. Mm. Not on the West Coast. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah, there are a lot in Boston, and, um... Boston, New York, uh, I want to say Philadelphia, probably um, Philly, and Michigan a little, um, and they and Virginia, and um, they're part of this political organization. <laughs> so I was so shocked when she told me because I knew part of that because I have family yeah. in the East Coast. I am really trying to imagine how an Armenian with a Boston accent sounds. <laughs> Oh, well, you know how an Armenian with a... Um, actually, no, they sound like us. What do you mean? The, okay, English accent. English, when they talk English, they have an accent. When they talk Armenian, there's no accent. Really? Yeah, you never heard my cousins talk Armenian? No. From Michigan? They have an accent when they talk English, but they have no accent when they talk Armenian. Just like my cousins in Australia. They have, yeah, they have the Australian accent, but when it comes to Armenian, perfect, like us. I'm like, wait, what? All right. I, I, I don't get it, but it's 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 interesting. Okay. Pretty cool. You you can hear um interesting. I took a I took a linguist class, and one of the things they brought up is like, if you listen to people from Australia sing in English, they lose the Australian accent. 
Same so thing just, with the UK. Yeah, yeah, UK too. And like it, it loses part of the accent, and then I, you know, like you can say that with like a bunch of different places. But it's interesting to see, to like to hear that about like different languages. But you, even just switching languages, you lose part of the accent. Like that's interesting. Yeah. That's oh, really one cool. thing. Sorry, one thing I just remembered. Um, when you said the, like singing and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Armenians are um, uh, known for playing instruments. Mm-hmm. The duduk and singing, yeah, mm, that's cool. Which is actually, yeah, we had. Bonnie, um... uh, what episode will you be singing on the podcast? <laughs> None. <laughs> We're not singers. Do you want my? Do you want my radiator alternate? My, my, sorry, not radiator. My alternator snapping voice trying to sing right now. <laughs> I'm gonna take the headphones off. Hang <laughs> on, let me prepare. <laughs> Well, you know, like if you ever feel like you need to to sing in one of the episodes, I can mute your microphone from here. It's Thank fine. You. <laughs> no, because we had a, we have we have a lot of famous composers and mm-hmm. artists, and Ani's laughing <laughs> because Gamitis. That's why. <sighs> so there's a um, Gomidas is. <clears throat> A composer. He's an Armenian composer. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Gomidas, and there is actually a statue of him in Michigan. A bronze statue, yes. Okay. A bronze statue. And now I I really apologize for anyone, but um, uh, a lot of the um, black community have named their children. Gomidas mm-hmm. in honor of the statue that they think was one of their people. Really? So there's yeah, a lot there's, of... there's an Armenian comedian named Vahebe Beberian who has made this, who has told this story before. Okay. Like it has happened to him. He was sitting there in the park where the Gomidas statue is. Mm-hmm. It's not really a park. Or whatever. So like. It's, it's like, it's, it's in the center divider, um, before you enter Canada, actually before the border, but it's um, it's in the center divider, and there's a bunch of like trees and bushes. I don't know if there's a place to stop. Maybe if you go walking, mm. it's easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, he was walking or whatever. Like he was, he was yeah. not in a cart. Um, and he sees this mom, this this African American mom, yelling at her kid to come back, and he hears her yelling the name Gamitis, come back here, Gamitis, don't do that. And he's just like, he walks up there like that's. An interesting name. Like, where is it from? She's like, oh, it's this, you know, really famous uh, black composer named uh, Gamitis. We have a statue of him here. He's like, really? Armenians have one too. His name is Gomidas. Has anyone ever Googled? Like, <laughs> I don't think people will always remember Google as a thing, so. I mean, come on. If they yeah, Google, like, they I would know. You well, like you would you would think if you're gonna name your child like after someone you would like a little Google Do some search research first yeah. just a little because like what oh, if it turns out like this person is like a terrible person and you didn't know and you're just like I'm just gonna name my child after that because you hear it at some point it's just like, it's like Adolf you, that's you should, a nice name that's name my yeah, child like, Adolf do do some research on it like come on now I'm sorry I'm my son's name is Adolfo you know like just just. <laughs> Base level, surface, single Google search result. Just, mm, anything would be, it would be good, so. 
never thought about it. Yeah. Um, all right. On that note, any, any last things you'd like to share? No. No. Other than what they would always make us say at school. Hi, yes. Hi, yes. Catch Vartan in Tornem, yes. Hi, Asana Azado. I forgot the rest. That's the only part I remember. <laughs> oh, the looks on your faces. Oh, sometimes I wish we recorded this <laughs> in like a video <laughs> format, just so people can see the looks that have the looks that have crossed Ani's face, like in this episode alone. It's just like some of them are like, okay. Mm, <laughs> just some of the expressions are just just gold. I just yeah. Sometimes I wish this was a visual medium. <laughs> So, <laughs> one of these days we'll have to do like a live, like actual like video a Twitch stream of like yeah, I like a Twitch stream of something. <laughs> oh no, what we should do is we should both play a. Can we do it across platforms, or it has to be like in person? Um, overcooked. Watch us oh. just lose our minds. Yeah. Oh, you don't want us to be friends anymore. Uh, <laughs> she knows what Ooh, I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. And uh, yeah, okay, you don't want us to be friends anymore. If we're going to play Overcooked over together. Quickly. Oh, <laughs> look, look. I have the Irish temper happening, and you've never really seen it. You will if we play Overcooked together. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like, you want to see how angry of a person I can be? No, let's play Overcooked together. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't I have to. I don't know if you could set age ranges on Twitch, but like, I'm just like the <laughs> language that would come out of my mouth alone would probably. NC 17 for language alone. Yeah, just language, people. But yeah, yeah. Uh, if we ever decide to end our friendship, we'll end it with uh, playing Overcooked, Overcooked together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. So, the uh, end of this little uh, thing took a weird video gamey turn that I wasn't quite <laughs> expecting, but sure. Um, Are we surprised? We, no. No, gosh, no, no. The fact that we managed to stay on topic for as long as we did was honestly impressive. Like, two hours worth of staying on topic is wow. <laughs> like, that's right? great for us. That's a record for us. So, um, but yeah, thank you very much for telling all of us about Armenia and your Armenian culture. It was very, very interesting to listen to and like hear you guys talk about and learn learn some more stuff about it. Oh, and... I forgot to tell you, when I took it to the last bookstore, I literally spent a good maybe fifteen minutes trying to find any books on Armenian history. That's and true. I and she got did. them for her. Oh that's true. I have them. Yeah. So she uh I, it's on my shelf right there actually on display. Nice. So. Yeah. So I uh, I put that one in a couple of the ones that you gave me while I was out there on display. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I was running out of room. I'm like, you're getting honorary places on display now because I have no more shelves. So. Yep. But yeah, that one is on my list after I, well, I have to finish The Ninth House again, which I was reading reviews about it because I was like, this book is weird. Um and I wanted to know more about it if it was going to get less weird as I went. No, turns out it's going to get worse. I'm <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I need to reread Ninth House before I read uh, <clears throat> yeah. Hellbent. Yeah, I, I read some reviews about some stuff that I'm going to get to eventually. And you will be receiving unpleasant text messages from me when I get to them. Um, okay. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learn some things. Didn't tell me. Didn't tell me about that before you gave me the sequel, which is why I had to buy the first one, because she gave me the sequel. I had two copies of the sequel. Hang on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. 
she gave me she gave me the sequel and uh so i had obviously i had to go buy the first one so and i'm just like okay so i i went my trip to LA, I came back with more books than I did anything else. Like, I had to ship them to myself because I just had really? so many books. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bought so many books, but she gave me books, too. And I'm just like, okay. I wasn't going to. And then she gave me, like, the sequel to this one. Like, this is a huge, like, book. Like, this yeah. is the sequel is bigger in every way and i'm just like that's not fitting in my bag so that's getting shipped back with me so there was a box just full of books that just got shipped back to my house so oh my gosh. yeah yeah and the uh one for armenian history was one of them and like so many other books that i got while i was there so but she sends me like um just like tidbits and every once in a while that she'll be like oh because like she'll something will occur to her or she'll come across something and she just sends me like an article or like a, a wikipedia page about like a, a, an armenian church or like a, a a discovery or something like that and she just yeah. usually with no context usually <laughs> it's just here is link and i'm and i yeah i'll just dive down those rabbit holes and then maybe like a day later i'll have a weird question for her and she's just like i i've definitely texted her at like one in the morning just asking her like oddly specific cultural questions <laughs> and be like i was reading something and like what is this so because i think it, i i was texting her about the language differences between western and eastern armenian at like yeah. one in the one two in the morning or something like that just out of the blue <laughs> and she just she rolls with it so she because i had very specific questions and she was just answering the granite it wasn't quite as late, you know, where you guys are as it was here, but I'm at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm on my phone, like, I need to know this before I go to sleep. I need to know the answers to these questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she sent you links and you have questions, why not? Yeah, it's, it, it, sometimes it's days later, and I'll just be sitting there, a question will occur to me, and I'm just, I'm just like, I need to, I need, I can't go to sleep, you need to tell me, like, honey, I just, <laughs> you have to answer me these, these questions, so. Yeah. But it was definitely, it was a lot of fun, like, listening to you guys actually get to talk about it and, like, go into depth about different parts of it, too. And, and like, I loved seeing, like, the, the buildings and the historical sites and stuff like that that you guys were showing me. Like, they're beautiful places. Honestly, why do people go to Greece and Rome? Like, their shit's broken. <laughs> go to Armenia, their stuff is whole. <laughs> like, like, it's still standing. Stop looking at the stupid half pillars of Greece. Go to Armenia. Really, there are a thousand and one churches. Like, yeah, their whoa. stuff still stands. Like, jeez. Like, I, I, like, looking at that, that temple, that's just... No, all of Greece just cried when I like just seeing that. Like none of their temples look like that. None of them. And all the so... details still on it. Yeah, I it's remember, it's fantastic. I when I was in Greece, mm. when I video called her, because I was right outside the Temple of Zeus. Mm-hmm. I didn't go in there, but I was right outside of it, and all that was left were just pillars. It's just rubble. It's mostly just rubble, rubble. and pillars. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's mostly Meanwhile, all, all we that's have left. This whole thing standing yeah like yeah. all of it used to look like that that one temple of all standing and all the columns and it's beautiful and all the detail almost none of it's left so no matter where you go almost none of it's left and it's just like even the Colosseum of rome is just a hot mess so like no but no you go to you guys just stop going to greece and rome just go to armenia it's, they all of their stuff is beautiful and it's whole and it's just yeah no just just go to armenia um but yeah this is a, a lot of fun um for uh april you guys are gonna get to see 
um, some of the uh, dishes, some Armenian dishes that Ani's going to put on our social media. So you guys can take a look at that. I'm not 100% certain when in April this episode comes out. So you might already be seeing it. So you might want to just go pop over the, to the uh, Instagram and check it out. Um, I imagine some pictures from both Ani and probably things that her mom makes too. So, um, so yeah, you guys. Some stuff too. I will. <laughs> like you didn't know it, but <laughs> you're, doing it now. You're, you're going to. So, um, but yeah, so we, um, we'll have one of our review episodes. I believe we are watching a Armenian dating show, I believe. Yes. The one on YouTube. You never saw it. It's, I never watched it either, but I like, I, I believe, I um, Aaron is joining us for that one. So most likely because Aaron's yeah. going to be like, I need to watch this. Yeah. So, cause we let Ani choose like whatever she wanted to watch, like, uh, for the review episode and everything we were going to watch. And that's, <laughs> that's what she, sh- what she chose. So the Armenian dating show. No way. Yeah. What in the world? Episode one, blind date meets family. Episode two. Oh, that uh, should be fun. Right. What's episode two? Um, Oh, yeah. Blind date gone wrong. Now Episode you're gonna, three. You're gonna make me watch this now. Family knows best. Episode four. Armenian love marathon sprint or peanuts. A, I'm not even oh, sure. No. If they put sunflower seeds, that would make more sense. But okay. All right. So um, you guys can stick around. We will be watching um, that and seeing how that goes. Uh, I don't know how many episodes we will watch, depending on how long they are. But we'll watch several at the very least. And. Uh, um, but yeah, so, and if you guys end up having any, like, questions or things like that, you know, you can, uh, hit us up and ask, and, uh, I'm sure Ani wouldn't mind, you know, clarifying anything or expanding on anything if anybody's got any Not questions and stuff like that, so feel free to reach out, whether it's on our Instagram or our website, and, uh, uh, a, a deep thank you to our wonderful special guest, Talar, for visiting and dealing with the insanity and sharing some of your trauma from your time in school with Ani. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I was happy to share everything. <laughs> trauma guys. and not. So <laughs> well, we it. appreciate it. Um, yeah. So it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh we will definitely have to keep this as a, as a thing that we do in April from now on. So. I like it. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. <laughs>